0: This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bare Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to barefruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Combo Junto, episode 37. I'm your host Octavius A. Newman. I'm the creator of Bear Fruit, and I am here recording video yeah. for the first time. With my co-host Adam, wait a minute,
1: I forgot it. <laughs> no, you got no, no, it. No, I forgot you it. Have to keep rolling. Uh, you, the show, Octavius, the show must go on. Oh who? man, I forgot it. Adam, who? Uh, jackpot. That's what it was. <laughs> oh yeah, Adam. You, Jackpot hey, Tetris. Face it, Tiger. You just miffed the jackpot. That's that's hey, what happened. I, I but we kept it going. You know what? There's, Every now there's and grace then. for you. Thank you. There's grace for you. I appreciate you. that. That's amazing. Here I, we are, monumental, incredible, important right. moment in comic book junto history. Right. It's because today is uh Oh, you know what? I just forgot. I forgot what the day. I can't remember. I can't remember any of the important details about today. It's It's okay. This will be an important day because it'll be the first time that uh, you didn't have a J name off the tip of your tongue.
0: Yeah, I had it, but then I just went cold. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) I know what I'm supposed to say right now, Yeah, but then I lost it. Anyway, how are you doing? (laughs) Good. I feel very good. With that introduction, yep. I feel
1: like uh, we we just kind of get the crash and the burn out of the way. Hey, I mean, people know what they're roll. getting into when they get into this show. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, this is look, everybody who's putting—if you're putting your hard-earned money right toward this show, right, it's free. Like
0: all of you are doing,
1: it's free. Yeah. So this is the kind of content that you you've come to expect. Jackpot! Yeah, jackpot! This is a jackpot on the ones and twos. I feel good. It's a it's a, a busy, hot Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for the weather to cool down a little bit i had a whole situation on the way over here today. what do you mean i barely made it
0: why what do you mean i was in new jersey what are you I, doing in new jersey who, i had a, i had a doctor's appointment people who follow me on instagram will probably see my instagram story rode my motorcycle out to new jersey about 35 minutes away uh-huh. and on the way back my bike just didn't start no didn't start. because of the heat just, i don't know oh didn't start and then I finally called my buddy Ali, who helps me out with my motorcycle, who made the motorcycle and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And we kind of finangle it and finesse it to make it work. And it would ride for about three for five miles and then and that's and that. just stop. Oh. And I would have to pull it over, finangle it, yeah. and then and get it going again. And then like every three to five miles, just pull over on the side of the highway. Like, so a ride that should have took thirty-five minutes yeah. took like
1: an hour plus. Do you think that ever happens to Ghost Rider when he's just like popping up on his motorcycle? I would hope
0: not. I would hope he has some sort of powers that yeah. would be able to
1: get that motorcycle rolling. I I hope he has a motorcycle that can withstand the heat. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know I mean? Given that he is, he is burning from hell. Yeah. Is he not? Yeah. He gives somebody the penance there and he says, I'm going to make this incredible exit from the scene. Mm-hmm. Hop on my motorcycle. And it, yeah, it just doesn't start. Well, this is embarrassing, folks. Like, I swear this never
0: happens. Yeah, this is this is uh, not normally how I do things. <laughs> uh, normally I'd be gone and there'd be a, you know, trail of flame. Don't worry about it. Stop. I'm going to get vengeance yeah. on my mechanic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, embarrassed me on this
1: situation. Yeah, it happens to everybody.
0: Yeah, but, you know, so yeah. I made it um, it was a very, very, you know, humbling situation. I'm glad you made it.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you know, honest, honestly, I'm going to uh-huh. say this from my heart. Okay. Couldn't do this without you. How about that? I tried <laughs> zero followers. I went for it and no followers it just didn't come together. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here in more ways than one. Uh-huh. How was your weekend?
1: I was nice. I had a nice weekend. Uh, I've been doing a lot of performance stuff lately. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've been busy with that. That's my my, my, my alter ego, my Batman, Mm -hmm. my alias. Yeah. And that's been a lot of fun. But uh, it's been a busy summer for that sort of thing. I, you have to have a lot of different hobbies. You have to do things, you know, like you go to the gym, you have muscle confusion. You do a little of this, you do a little of that. Right. You, you have muscle confusion and puts you in a better shape.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I think you have to have that, you have to have like a dynamic range of things to do. So that way you, can, you, you don't get tired. You, you don't feel like you settle down into one monotonous, I always do this yeah. on this day. Yeah. Uh, and I definitely have that going on, but right now I'm a little exhausted. Mm-hmm. I could use... A day. Yeah, and we have this fine studio that people on Periscope can see. We have a little conference room that we're getting outfitted specifically for podcasting for yeah. for for CBJ. Yeah, and I'm feeling right at home. I'm feeling cozy. Yeah, we got pops. I got to bring my Black Panther. Yeah, pop. yeah, yeah. You know, we're make, be, we're making a whole little situation. Do
0: they, like they have a this. Power Man pop? Is there a Luke uh, I'm, Cage? I'm sure they will soon. I'm because sure they'll Netflix? have Power Man and Iron Fist Pop. Uh, so we'll get those. That'll be the day. Yeah. That'll be the day. Yeah. Uh I'm, I was a little tired too. I went to Afropunk this past weekend. Mm. And that was so fun. Yeah. It was just, just like the rainbow of
1: diversity was beautiful. This was your first time going, first right? time going. And you sent me a text and it said, you have to come next year.
0: Yeah. There's, there's so many people that just, it's, I've never been to a place where every person you see is so different from the last person you saw. Oh, yeah. Like, every person's outfit, hair, skin tone, what they had on their feet, what they had on their body. Like, I mean, everybody was different. There was no sameness. It it, it really, really wasn't, you know? And it was just
1: beautiful. I was just like... Are there a lot of white people there, though? I mean, I can't there... can't
0: imagine. There There was definitely a lot of people of color. Uh-huh. And there were white people there. Yeah. But I definitely would say that white people would be in the minority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Th- there, that's a first. Yeah, that's, huh? not, that's not the norm. And it yeah. was definitely a situation where me being how I am, I'm sitting here just kind of just thinking, like, I wonder what this is like. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wonder what it's like on the other side to kind of be like, oh, wait a minute, I'm the minority when you're used to being in the majority all the time.
1: Well, what is it like on the
0: flip side? It felt great. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? It felt awesome. Yeah. It felt fantastic, you know? But there was a part of me that was like, you know, when people were like, it's so great to see so many beautiful black people out here. And it was kind of just like, you hear the crowd go, like, I was like, man, this is... That's proud. This is fantastic, you know? And it's just like something that's not... It's just not something that I experience on a regular basis. So, and you met a
1: couple of people that you you follow. You told me oh, you met Jesus. Yeah.
0: I met Jesus. I approached like a bear as instructed. Unbelievable. You know, That's and so cool. um, uh, he was a super nice, really really fun dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, he gave me some some encouragement about the podcast, and yeah. it was just dope to see a guy that you listen to every week and that you see on Twitter and just yeah. like a regular dude. Uh, I met. Um, Fran from the Friend Zone. I met Asante from the Friend Zone. Yeah, I met Kid Fury from the Reed. Yeah, um, I met um, Chico Leo, DJ Benhamin, and Tatiana. I've met Tatiana before. All fan from, bros. from Fan Bros. Yeah. yeah, Um, Ty the Robot, uh, Matt Raz, a bunch of got people from Loudspeakers Network. I just, yeah. you know, a lot of people that I admire and I look up to what they've done in podcasting, and it was great to just shake their hand. Say thank you and just pick their brains. Yeah. Um, I met the person who runs podcasts in color as well. Just like, and you know, just talk, I was just talking to her and I was like, oh, you're that person. You know, it's very interesting to see these regular, just regular, normal people. Yeah.
1: Um, all all coming out place. for the same thing. Yeah. I like that. Loved it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Comic We 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 have to represent next year. Comic Con turned us our panel down. Yeah, <laughs> we'd we'll be like, yeah. oh, hey. we
0: didn't even update the internet,
1: so <laughs> no. Comic Con yeah. oh, turned sorry. down our panel. Spoilers. Yeah, Comic Con sent us a, a very polite email, and they said they're like, mm, you guys don't, you guys nah, aren't popping enough. Nah, so nah, it ain't popping. So uh, so basically, Afro Punk. If you're looking, if you're looking to get into some geek culture panels, right? You know, yeah. you know that we we know how to turn up for an audience. Do we? No, no. Okay. But we can learn. Yeah. We have 365 days. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So. so hopefully, you know, there's always next year for Comic Con. But uh-huh. I mean, I just think that Afro Punk. If you haven't been, if you have the opportunity to go, it's fantastic. You know, yeah. I saw a lot of people I wanted to see.
2: Yeah.
1: So yeah. So. Let's get into Oh, this. hey, who what? brings us here today? Oh, we, we, ought po- to talk about, yeah. we ought to talk about your t-shirt, is what I want to do.
0: How about do. that? Yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Bear Fruit. Bear Fruit's a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand that you can learn more about by going to barefruit.com. That's B3AR, F R arfruit dot com. Checking out the website, signing up for the newsletter, checking out the store, seeing if there's any merch that you like there. Um, and you can follow Bear Fruit on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all using the same handle at B3 A R F R U I T.
1: Boom. That's it. That's it. Um, Also, some other news things that I I neglected to mention next week or last week and from over the weekend. Frank Ocean. I'm listening to his album. That's something that we're going to have to talk about eventually. I feel as though we have to speak. About Blonde at some point in time, okay, uh, because it's something that you and I had both been looking forward to. Mm-hmm. I feel like listeners who listen to this, they, there has to be a, a sizable amount of people who are aware of Frank Ocean, right, and are listening to Blonde. Well, all
0: of Twitter, basically, all of Twitter, by, what all are you of doing
1: everyone on the internet. Yeah, um, I like it, but do you? It, it's been something that I have to sit with. I think it is seeping into me. It is. It is a slow. I know. I know. I know how you don't like. Uh, movies that end in ambiguity the ones yeah. that are just like you have to think about that yeah i know you don't like that uh-huh. but I, I kind of feel as though that's what frank ocean did with his album and it's been interesting because my first listen i just thought i am unsatisfied categorically mm-hmm. i i feel unfulfilled yeah but i've been spending time with it and over time it, the the highlights really shine to me and then the, the the stuff that i i skip over i've been thinking about why it is um but I've been spending time with Young Thugs' album. Yeah. And Riri, for my money, is the best song by a, a seal. Like the animal. By a seal? The, the mammal. Wow. Not, not seal, the singer. Okay. A seal. The prey of a whale. Uh-huh. Riri, best song performed by a seal I've ever heard in my entire life. Hey, hey. This, 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 it. That's, this is why we have it. This
0: is it's why we amazing. have video now
1: because of stuff like that. Sorry, and but Periscope, it's incredible. This is what we. This is why we have. It. I'm I'm putting a controversial opinion out there. Uh, go for it. That song by A Seal better than all Seal songs by Seal. This is getting too. far. This is the best Seal song. Oh my gosh, this, I love it. This is going very far. For real, for real. I really like this album. I know you do. Yeah, I know. No, my name is Jeffrey is one of my favorite artists presently. Wow. Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah. Right. right. I'm
1: just saying. I would just say this about Frank Ocean's album.
0: <sighs> I know. <sighs> There's no bangers on there like that.
1: I know, but I don't think that's the point, though.
0: Well, I'm just saying, my personal experience, Like, at least if you don't lo- love an album, yeah. you'll put number so-and-so on.
2: yeah,
1: Or go put such-and-such on. With Blonde, you're kind of like... Uh, I just think he took a different chord. Like, I, if I listen to Miles Davis, I'm like, "Give me kind of blue." Uh huh. But I, I don't get that kind of amped up over you know yeah. jazz. I just think he did something. It like transcended into a different kind of genre. It's not straight pop, anyway, it's not like radio pop. Yeah. It's something else. I think yeah. it's interesting to say the least. It makes me think about why he would do that. Mm-hmm. And there, I don't believe that he squandered four years or whatever to just make something unfulfilling, I think there's a purpose. So I'm I'm trying to chew through it a little bit. Cheska Lee put it this way on Twitter. She Uh. goes, you know
0: how, in so many words, I'm not direct quote, she goes, you know how you haven't eaten all day and then you eat something and then because it's the first thing you've eaten all day, it tastes delicious, but when you really think about it, it really wasn't that good. Drive through window. That's what Frank Ocean's album is like. And I said, that's a really good way of putting it. You've been starved so long Uh. that anything is great. But then you really think about it, you go, man, that that really wasn't that good. Now that I really think about it. I don't know, man. It wasn't, that wasn't the best meal I ever had. It's just the first meal I've had today. In a while. And I was really hungry. So yeah. it satisfied my hunger, Yeah, but it wasn't necessarily a good meal. Hmm. And that's kind of how, the way she put it, I was like, oh, that's actually a very great way to explain kind of how I feel about y- yeah, it. It's like, yeah. we're happy to have it, but when you even when you watch Endless, you're kind of just like what did I just watch just now? Like, what was that?
1: Yeah. You know, like I don't even understand. So I don't understand that. What I do understand is not that long ago. I saw somebody tweet when everybody talks about Frank ocean. I don't know what they mean, but what I think about is this. And it was uh, an image of the punisher on a tiny wooden boat, uh, with a harpoon <laughs> trying to take down Moby Dick. <laughs> so that is Frank ocean. That is Frank castle. On a tiny, oh thing, on a dinghy. I just got it. Let just spin this around. I just got it. And it's just Frank <laughs> Frank, Frank Ocean. Ocean. That's Frank Ocean. So. I like it. Yeah, internet, just type in Punisher Whale and you'll find it. And that's Frank Ocean. That's okay. the Frank Ocean that I think all of us were waiting for. And that's not what we got. No, that's got not you. what we got. Got that's not Had what we to tie got. it back
0: in the comments. Way to go, Adam. Thank you. Good job. Huh? All right, let's get into this news. Why don't you take us with this first one? Because I know
1: you're very <laughs> excited about this. <laughs> Okay, I asked to skip this one, and then I just didn't take it Let's out. Let's just, just blaze right through real quick. I just, just didn't t- take it out. Well, first and foremost, there's not even a link in here. Yeah, so it's, I, not, <laughs> it's not. I didn't even talk about So for the uninitiated, let me it. just say this. Just let me cut just, it. Just, there was some very grim Pokemon Go news. I am usually have a good time discussing Pokemon Go news. Right. But uh, but
0: if you notice, there's been like a progression of like these Pokemon <laughs> Go stories that have been getting worse and worse. <laughs> yes. They started out funny and then it started to get ridiculous. Yes. And it went from ridiculous to like, this is getting dangerous. And yes. now it went from dangerous to like people straight up perished. Yes. Like, there's actually been a perishing that has come from Pokemon
1: Go. If you want the news, you can find it, I'm sure. You probably can't avoid it. Yeah. But uh, all, all that I have to say is do not drive your car. While playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. Probably just stop playing Pokemon Go.
0: Adam, are you still playing Pokemon no, Go? Okay. No. All right.
1: All right. Because no. I,
0: I didn't know if you were still trying to catch them all.
1: I just let that go. I'm always trying to catch them all. That's just not the vessel anymore. I'm trying I'm trying to catch them all in, in a number of different ways. Mm. You know, with my multiple ventures okay. and endeavors. You're trying to catch all these bags. I'm, I'm trying to catch all that paper. I feel you. Yeah, exactly. All, all of right. them. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. Now, but we should move on to more exciting news. Yes. You watched Stranger Things. Right? Yes, I did. I finally finished Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. The first season is... I loved it. I don't know how you felt about it. Fantastic. I thought it was awesome. And we got a confirmation that Stranger Things Season 2 is coming. And the confirmation came way of... Uh, you know the opening sequence where they have the letters mm-hmm. slowly going? Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the team that makes the show, they did that. But instead of spelling out Stranger Things, it just said Season 2. Yeah. It's coming out in uh, fall of 2017. Yes, and they released the names of a couple of the episodes. Or I guess all of the episodes. Was that the names of the episodes? I think that's the uh, that's my understanding. In okay, a just a bunch of different phrases mm-hmm. um, like a poly or the polywog yeah. or uh, um, I don't know the kid who came back to life and that sort of thing. Right. Um, that's very exciting. It's a continuation of the of the I'm first in. season. I think it's just a couple of months after the the first season, nineteen eighty four. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah. It, it's it. I'm kind of mad they announced it right now. No spoilers. Now I have to wait. No spoilers on 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 season one. No,
0: but it was very dope. If yes. you haven't seen it, go watch it. Um, if you want to hear us do like an episode by episode kind of like review on. Season one, yeah. let us know because that's some kind of that's some of the stuff that we're playing around with. But we want to hear feedback from you guys. Yeah. We don't want to be doing stuff that y'all don't care
1: about. No, but we would love to do one shots or maybe like kind of bite sized one shots or something something on TV shows. Yeah, uh, fun size. You know, when, when Power Man comes out, that's the sort of when Luke Cage comes out. That's the yeah. sort of thing that I want to be doing. Yeah. So Yeah, that's something that we're
0: thinking about doing. And we found that a lot of people are introduced to our show
1: from our one-shots.
0: Yes. Because that's something that the uh, whole specifically world...
1: Specifically like Batman v. Superman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, that's something that the whole world is coming around anyway. So I always crack a joke like no one's Googling chicken wing birthday cake. Like yeah. That's not going to come across. Okay. One guy. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. there's one guy. Yeah. Yeah. The guy who just heard me say chicken wing birthday cake <laughs> and Googled it and was like, this is a thing? Dang. Wow. Is this boneless? I hope so. Yeah, but they're not going to come across that. But someone is going to Google Stranger Things. That's right. You know, so maybe that's a way for us to kind of like expand the conversation because it seems like a lot of people join the Junto for the first time because of our one-shot reviews. So Uh, let us know if you're into that. Other TV show news. uh, Do you watch American Ninja Warrior? I have watched American Ninja Warrior. Okay. And I'm always blown away by how amazing these athletes are yeah. i'm very very much into you know strength and conditioning weightlifting crossfit yeah. you know yeah. martial arts stuff like that so american ninja warrior seeing the stuff that they do it's like
1: you know especially Damn. if you're an athlete yeah you know how hard what they're doing is yeah but so at the same like, time it's like a playground like yeah. why none of these things are practical why would you do any of these things so it's just a test like i yeah. mean like well you know is like it, and no unless you are Doing some crazy parkour, yeah, on the day to day, yeah. Some of these activities in this obstacle course you would just not encounter when you were strength training. We just have to assume that Batman would just fly through this with flying colors, yeah, right? without a doubt, yeah. Uh, and and on that note, we had an actual superhero tackle it. Mm-hmm. The American Ninja Warrior had its first woman uh, finish the, I think, get to the, the second round, so she finished uh, the the first round of American Ninja Warrior, and she is the stunt woman who plays Supergirl. Yeah. And she, her name is Jesse Graff. Mm-hmm. I think the last time that she did this, she was wearing like a wonder woman setup, And then, oh, did t- she? yeah, she was wearing like wonder woman themed uh, outfit mm-hmm. and it, it didn't, didn't get through all the way. And in this one, she set a record for being the first woman to get through round one of American Ninja warrior. And there's a video of her doing it and it is unbelievable. And, and she does it with such grace mm. and panache. Like it, it just ain't no thing. There's yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's incredible, and it, she's an actual superhero. And it was funny in the video. The commentators they keep you shouting. They're like, "Oh my God, a woman is doing this!" And look, I understand. Tell it's them how you exci- feel, Adam. I, it's exciting. Tell them how you feel, Adam. It is exciting, and it is a fact mm-hmm. that a woman is is crushing your obstacle course. But why do you have to say like you're so surprised though? Do you do you do you think that that's like? It sounds not okay, like okay or it's it's tell not me that, tell me your thoughts. Tell me a little it's more. not that it is not okay. It just it gave me pause because it, it sounds like the emotion that I'm picking up when I hear that mm-hmm. is shock. And of course, there's some shock to seeing feats of superhuman strength. Yeah. That's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. But there it's I, I think it's a certain way that they very emphatically say, a woman. Is doing this mm-hmm. And there's something about it We're like yes This is the first woman To get through this course And that's awesome yeah. Jessie Graff is awesome She deserves She deserves accolades Right But like I don't know There was something about the way That it was being said It just made me feel like man, what did What did it make you feel like They were saying It made me feel like They were coming out Saying like I can't like I can't a believe a girl did it. Look at this girl. I didn't think girls could do this. Hmm. I think mean, there's just something about it. there's just something about it that yeah. made me feel like I, I'm not entirely sure that American Ninja Warrior is marketed toward women as strongly as as it is to men. Mm-hmm. So there are probably a bunch of women out there who'd crush it. Maybe they just haven't had the shot. Well, if you ever watch CrossFit. Uh, For example, the CrossFit games, you see
0: women doing things that are out of this freaking world. Oh, yeah. Like stronger, faster, more agile, more endurance than your 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 the best guy in your block, the best guy in your gym. Yeah. They're probably stronger, faster, whatever. Yeah. However, comma, dot dot dot. No. There is a clarity that. There are things that men do, and there are things that women do. Do they do separate games in the CrossFit games? Men and women don't necessarily compete with the same weights. Okay. They don't necessarily do the same all the time. Yeah, the large majority of the time, there are women competing against women and men competing against men. Unless it's a team, unless it's the teams where there's a certain amount of men, certain amount of women. Yeah. There's a certain amount of work that the men have to do, certain amount of work that the women have to do. But I'm bringing this up to say, there is a point that goes, wow, you know, a woman has done XYZ because men are stronger than women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? On like a physiological on, level. Right. And it's not like, oh, you're a girl. And it's then, it's and not, it's not, it's not saying like It's not down... It's not poo-pooing women. It's kind of going, wow, when you really look at the numbers statistically, we have never seen a woman do that. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm saying? Sure, it's. And I think that as as an athlete, if you're looking at it like athletically, if it is the first time a woman's done it, there is a reality of saying a woman is doing it and we've never seen this before. Sure. It's not like... And I guess I'm saying that to say... It would almost not give her the full accolade she deserves if you just, well, we're all the same. Yeah, like, sure. No, we're, we're not the same. Uh, yeah, of the course. The fact that a woman is doing this. And in this, fairness, it is this, it is the
1: same course that men yeah. and women do for American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. And it, it, I don't have a particular problem for the celebration. Mm-hmm. And I think she deserves the accolades because she is the first to do it. Yes. It's record breaking for what it is. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just this thing about expectation, I guess. Hmm. I want to be able to have this expectation and be like, yes, of course she did. Because look at her. She's incredible. She's amazing. I guess what I'm...
0: uh, What am I trying to... What am I trying to understand here? It's like, yeah. And there's also a reality of understanding that when you go to the Olympics, and specifically when it comes to, let's say, strength-based things, right? Yeah. If the strongest dude... Mm-hmm. In the world statistically is going to be stronger than the strongest woman at the same weight, yeah, sure, right? Yeah now, if a woman comes in and outlifts the dude, there's a reality of going, "Whoa, dang, whoa She just outlifted the strongest whoa. you know and, what? And the fact that she's a woman is actually something to talk about because yeah. that's not the norm. you sure. know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily a Women can't. And, and this is the thing that I'm, I'm I'm talking about this because I've heard this whole conversation of like, you know, men and women competing the same in the same sport. And it's kind of like, well, I think there's some scenarios where that makes sense. And there's other scenarios where it's like, there's a reality. There's, there's an actual reality to the fact mm. that men and women are actually different and that's okay. Mm. And that that's not something that we need to somehow like... No, they're not. No, they actually are. So if a woman actually does something better than a man, let's not act like she's not a woman and not mention that as though, you know, her sexuality doesn't matter. No, it does matter. And that actually is something to factor in and go... That's even all the more amazing because we've never seen this before. Yeah, does that make sense? Just for some clarity, does that sound, do I sound like a crazy person? No,
1: nah, no, no. And I know what you're saying, but it, I mean, for, well, for clarity, sexuality is that's not what we're talking about here. Right? We're talking about the, the, this person's, you know, what perceived gender. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I guess what it, the the reason that I felt a way about it mm-hmm. is American Ninja Warrior. All these people are competing for themselves. Mm-hmm. I am doing this obstacle course by myself. Yeah. And I'm going to compete against myself. And I'm fighting to get through this thing. And if I get through this thing, it's because I push myself to do it. Yeah. Not because it's a race and I beat somebody out and not because people go in tandem and you're like competing directly, mm-hmm. but because you push yourself to do it. And I don't know. It seemed to introduce this kind of competitive nature between sexes that made me feel like, uh, I don't know. I, I don't. The truth is, I don't know how I feel about it. Okay. And I wasn't sure how to celebrate it in the correct way. Mm-hmm. Because I want, I'm like, yes, this made my day. I think this is outstanding. Yeah. But there's just some part of it that made me say, hmm, hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure how to go about putting on Like the my- t-shirt thing. Like,
0: mm-hmm. I don't, this feels, wait, this feels weird. I don't know why this feels weird. Yeah. What is, what is, Why? What, what's making me
1: uncomfortable here? Yeah. yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Jesse Graf is incredible. Mm-hmm. Amazing athlete clearly, like, she is the superhero of Supergirl. She's the one who does the stunts on the show. Right. So for my money, she's Supergirl. And that was nuts. Um, You you gotta watch the video. She's amazing. The traps are ridiculous. (laughs) It's stupid. And I think that specifically, like I say, from
0: coming from strength and conditioning, CrossFit, weightlifting, all that kind of stuff, this whole mentality that women can't, I think when you get into that Community, and you get into that CrossFit strength and conditioning, weightlifting community, a lot of those things get smashed. Yeah. Because you see women do amazing things. And I, and I guess in my mind, I don't want to take away the reality of the fact that she just smashed through something that people did not expect and of actually that. let that be okay. Yeah. She, as a woman, did something you thought women couldn't do. Now let that resonate. And let's not take away her womanhood and go. Well, it's it, no, no, no. It's not a big deal. No, it is a big deal. Oh, it's, no it's, matter what, it's, it's a, a big huge. Deal. It's a huge deal. Yeah. If a woman has done something that we've never seen a woman do, we should celebrate her womanhood. We shouldn't. Very similarly to what we talk about. Well, I don't see race. Yeah. Well, we're, we're all this. No, we're not all the same race. Yeah. And if it's the first time a black person has done something, well, why why do we have to keep pointing out that they're black? It's like because it, because that's a big deal. And then there's the
1: you opposite I'm side too. Like I'm, I don't know how much of the Rio Olympics you watch, but a lot of that, man, that was a mess because you had commentators mentioning the physique of the women uh, who who were competing, and they mm-hmm. say like you know they have so and so has a, a very manly, masculine build, like. Mm-hmm. Mm, no, she's a woman. She's competing as a woman. That's what a woman looks like. You just deal that. That's a big
0: thing Do too. That. It's like, well, you know, uh, I don't, I don't. Uh, I've heard, I've heard some people say, I don't want to lift weights, or I don't want my girl to lift weights, or as a woman, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to get manly. No, and it's kind of like, well muscularity is not just for men. Exactly. Being strong is not just for men. She-Hulk. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a point to where that's why I think a She-Hulk is important. Yeah. That's why a Wonder Woman is important. That's why Olympic athletes are important. You want to be able to look out there and go, she is a woman. Yeah. And she's fast. She's strong. She's athletic. She's muscular. Being a woman, daughter- Niece, whatever you don't have to just let the boy win all the time. No, smash that dude. Yeah, if you can beat him, beat him. You know what I'm saying? If you're stronger yeah. than him, don't like make don't kind of like shrimp yourself down and make yourself smaller because I want I don't want to be I don't I want to be womanly. Like,
1: like, we, well, we you know, you get what I'm trying to say. I do, but I mean, frankly, do whatever the hell you want. Mm. So, like, if you want that, do that. Just try as hard as you can to let your personal drive put you there as instead of societal pressure for you to look one way, be one way, Mm -hmm. act one way. You can act however many ways you want to this way today and a different way tomorrow. You can be very girly and super muscular as well. You can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. That's it.
0: There's a lot of, there's a lot more variety. And I think as I've grown and as I've become more aware, I've just become more understanding that variety is something to be celebrated. The
1: spice of life.
0: I mean, everybody's, it, Afropunk, perfect yeah. example. Yeah, everybody's sure. not the same. Everybody's not going to look the same, act the same, sound the same, dress the same. Like diversity is on purpose mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, and preferences are allowed. You, like you can celebrate diversity while at the same time having your preference Absolutely. and going, well, I prefer this over that. But at the same time, that doesn't somehow mean I am against
1: your choice, to yeah. have, have such a choice. It's yeah. just that I can prefer. We, get, we, we get, How do we get Dude, here? what is this? It's going be like 15 minutes on American Ninja Warrior.
0: Did, we go find a way. Ju-
1: we... Somebody tweeted, the Junto will take you there if you let it. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, let's, let's keep it into athleticism. Okay. Or something resembling any of that. You have to tell me about this. Have you heard of M1 Medieval? No. Okay. I'm bringing this up because there's something inherently geeky about this go ahead and I know that you love UFC yes I do since 94 since all the way back I remember back 94 when I first started hoist Gracie oh wow it's Ken Shamrock okay oh Ken Shamrock yeah. I know because I was watching him wrestle with the WWF yeah at the time he was a he was a fighter before yeah and then I remember he had disappeared for some time but really he was just going back to UFC for a little bit mm-hmm. uh I, that's that's neither here nor there M1 Medieval is a Russian entertainment sport. I don't know how to okay. qualify this. That combines, let's say, UFC, MMA with Samurai Showdown. Knights. They're wearing armor, helmets, everything, chainmail, and they have swords and shields. The whole thing. And What's it's that LARPing? Is that what that's called? It's LARPing where you beat the hell. Yes. Di- di- yo. This, this is MMA what this is. And LARPing? Like, here's how this works. You just okay. ru- you ruined their whole stees. because they're like, is that larping? And they're be- they're like huge muscle bound uh, Russian this dudes.
0: Sounds fantastic.
1: Yeah, and they're beating each other up. And I was watching. I read this story about it on on cbr.com, uh-huh. and I wanted to see it because somebody said this is Game of Thrones in real life. And there's this huge uh, crowd around the ring, and you got two two knights in the middle of the ring, and they got uh-huh. a blunt tip, sword, and, a, and a, a little shield that they got. And when you watch them, they just beat the hell out of each How are other. are they not killing one another? Well, they're not, there's certain things they're not allowed to do. No stabbing, for example. You can't go for the uh, groin, under the belt. Like, some some things that you're not allowed to do. But here's the thing. They have a shield and a sword in their hand. Okay. But they just take a fighter stance like they're boxing, because you, you see the hands rocking, and they're like, moving around each okay. other, like 180, just like you would see in, in MMA. Uh-huh. And then they just go ham on one another with their shield. They're just smacking each other in the head with the shield. What's the point of the sword? I have no... I don't even know. I don't even know. To taunt one another? It's crazy. So, I have a shield. It's crazy. I have a sword. Yeah. And
0: I just start going ham sandwich with, the, with, I just, you just catch these hands.
1: The video that they show, I mean, it looks dope in a freeze frame, but when you watch it, it just looks like a street fight between two knights.
0: Please text
1: message me this. Yeah, I, w- I will send this to the internet. Me. I'm going to text this to everybody. Text it to it's everybody. All so they can all see it. It's very peculiar. I wanted to know if you had heard about it. It's, I don't know what to feel about this. It looks pretty crazy when you watch it in motion. I need,
0: I need to dig
1: in to see how I feel about this. I'll come back with a report. So far, I have not seen anyone get KO'd and then a little Pokeball goes out and he does the whole thing with the peace sign. <laughs> yeah, Ash Ketchum is not showing up to M1 medieval MMA fighting. But yeah, wow. I just want to cover that. Okay. I've never heard of that before.
0: Well, have you seen totally off topic, but on topic, it's basically an MMA fight, but it's a gang fight. No, I can't. It is a straight up no gang fight. No, I don't. It's an MMA gang fight. I don't condone. It is one side with mad people, <laughs> another side with equal mad people, and it's like in a ring. You ready? In a ring. Are you ready? Let's go. And they basically go ham sandwich no on each other. <laughs> no. However, but but don't let your team start to lose. Then they gang up on the other side. How does it? How do they, does they beat it the, in, the crap out of no, each other. You can't do that. The, I saw the this video. The chaotic. video ended with one guy on the ground and like three or four dudes just beating the crap. I can't watch that. That's not. No, that Adam, is not. That is shot. not. I'm going to send it to you. Y'all, Yo. if you can send me MMA LARPing, I can send you, <laughs> you know, MMA uh,
1: gang fights. They're LARPing. They're just LARPing as if they were in gangs. That's what that is. That's right. That's what it is. Yeah. Everybody's just LARPing. That's not something I ever want to be a part of. No. Let's talk about a different set
0: of armor. All right. So word on the street. Yeah. Visuals on the internet. Deathstroke is going to be in the new Batman movie. And
1: Ben Affleck has released video. This is directly from Ben Affleck himself like this is this is from the man this is from the tippy top that's big and he has he has shared a video i guess i don't know if it's concept stuff or what it is but it's deathstroke walking toward the camera posing looking like a ba
0: now here's my question yeah is this officially like ben affleck has said this is going to be in batman or are we speculating
1: uh, i I don't think he's officially put out a press release or nothing about saying that it's going to be for the Batman solo film, okay, but it appears that this is going to, the 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 word is mm-hmm. the, the strong rumor word on the street, people talking all right, people talking this is what they saying, and they're saying that this is going to be for the solo Batman movie now, why that is being decided instead of saying it's going to be in justice League, I don't know, okay, maybe it's because Justice League has a full roster. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of new characters that they're introducing. Mm-hmm. So to put Deathstroke in there maybe would be over the top. I don't know. But uh, it, it seems like this this could be... I mean, they'd be pretty dope if it's just Batman v. Deathstroke.
0: Well, I mean, I really want to see Batman go against the Rogues Gallery. Yeah. I want to see Batman in Arkham City in some sort of way. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. the Arkham games. Mm-hmm. Getting locked in there and kind of having to deal with it or something like that. Mm-hmm. But... I think Deathstroke looks dope. The costume looks dope. I mean, from what I'm seeing, it doesn't give you a whole lot to look at, but he looks tough. We have no clue who this guy is in this costume.
1: No. So. Somebody, I I saw a rumor, that uh, uh, maybe not a rumor, but a, a, a hope. People desire. People have fan casted. Uh-huh. Um, Mike Manganiello. Mike Manganiello. Who's that? Oh, gosh. I can't even say his name. Uh, Who is Mike Manginello?
0: Uh, Who's Mike Michael? Michelangelo? Mike Manganiello. How are you going to have the same name and last name? Jesus.
1: He was in, okay, Magic Mike. Mike. Mike Magic Mike? Mike. And he was in- uh, Oh, the guy from Magic Mike. Yeah, and True okay. Blood. Um, okay. He,
0: they even were, he his was name. in a conversation about possibly playing Batman.
1: Wait, what? In the past. Really? I think. Um, I don't even think I'm getting his damn name correct. Mike Mike. Anyway. He was in Pee Wee. Okay. The, most- the Netflix Pee Wee
2: movie. I haven't uh, seen it's,
1: that. It's one of the best. Joe Manganiello. Okay. Okay. First of all, Joe Manganiello, I know you're listening. Thank you for the five stars and positive comment. We appreciate, I appreciate that. that. I'm so sorry that I confused you with Mike. I was thinking of your last you were film. You thinking about Mike Mike. I was thinking of Mike 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 Mike. Friends with Man Man. Right. I was also thinking of Magic Mike Mike. Right, uh, is what I was thinking of. Magic Mike Mike. I friends was thinking of Magic Man Mike Mike. Friends with Man Man. Anyway, shout out to Magic Mike Mike. I know you're listening as Man well. Man. Shout out to Man Man. You Man Man go- still hasn't given us five stars in a positive comment, and
0: I don't appreciate it personally. <laughs> Man Man, okay. he's, many times we shouted you out. You gonna have the nerve to not give us five stars in a positive comment? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. And I want what I deserve. It's now because, give me the five stars, right? Man Man, because, and get back in the house and put the shoes on. Put
1: your shoes back on first. Ridiculous. Of all. He can't use it. Keep he can't use a uh, uh, computer because he's got the Infinity Gauntlet on. Well, you
0: better figure it out.
1: Just got like fat fingers in the Infinity Gauntlet. He
0: can figure everything else out. He want to do. All right, that's just like somebody's mom. I bet you figure out how you can play that game, don't you? <laughs> no, you figure you out. Better figure out them books. <laughs> <You>
2: figure
0: <laughs> out. <laughs> better figure out them grades.
1: Yeah. Somehow we turned the conversation from uh, Deathstroke to Man-Man. Yeah. And this is what Comic Book Junto is that's about. this is all about. That's what CBJ is for. You're going to find a way to get the Junto to take you to Man-Man. All right, from Deathstroke to Thor. <laughs> let's switch
0: universes. Yo, that Thor trailer, That's so basically there's a video that's coming out that talks about what Thor has been Thor and uh, Bruce Banner have been doing while the whole Civil War situation This is going, going to be down. on
1: the Civil War Blu-ray.
0: And it's out there on the internet for everybody to check out and look yeah. at.
1: Did you see it? Uh, yes. It and it's was so funny. It's excellent. So funny.
0: It's yeah. so funny that it almost makes me think, is this continuity? I, I want it to be continuity. I think it's supposed to be. Yeah. But it's, it's so funny that it's almost like this. these jokes are great and I really yeah. want this to actually be a part of Thor's personality. Like this kind of like disconnected humor you know what I mean? Like, it's funny because he really honestly is from Asgard and he's having yeah. a hard time like assimilating to earth.
1: Yeah. But it seems like, nah. He's, he's sending an, an electronic mail. Yes. He's, he's cooking a roast in his bedroom in the sunlight. Yes. He moved into uh, a flat in Australia with a guy named like Barry. Spoilers for all yeah. these things. It's excellent. It's it, it is an explanation of why Thor and, and Hulk were not in Captain America Civil War. Yeah. Marvel kudos, even on that little stuff, even on the, just those little Great. things that it, it is so entertaining. You know what? It's part of continuity as far as I'm concerned. Better than Suicide Squad.
0: Uh, yes, it was. <laughs> Let the record show. Octavius thinks this this w- little teaser was better than Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah. You want my one shot on this thing? Yeah. Give me the one shot on this teaser. Joe was dope. Oh, yeah. Uh, you want mine? Yeah. I didn't even get my butt punched the whole time. How about that? It's incredible. It was a good experience. I there appreciate we go. It's it free as well. There it I is. I didn't have to pay for that. There it is. <laughs> Nobody good. tickled your ears or anything. No, no, no. I didn't get the seat pop <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> the
0: back puncher. <laughs> All the rest of that nonsense. The leg tickler. Yeah. I, I think not. Yeah. I think not. All right. So last piece of news. This is uh, very interesting. Um, we... We 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 had Nighthawk as one of our books of the week a while back. Nighthawk number one.
1: Some yeah, so this was weeks ago.
0: Yeah. yeah, and when I read it, Months. I was kind of like, uh, eh, I really wasn't into it. But I'm gonna keep picking it up. As I kept picking it up, I was like, man, this is actually good. You know. And I mm. think the thing that was the barrier for me initially was like, this is kind of like bootleg Batman. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. But as I kept reading it, I was like, oh no, 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 no. There's there's more happening here, you know? And it was really good. Um, but come to find out, this guy's getting canceled. His yeah. title is getting canceled.
1: Yeah. And look, this is how it goes, right? It's an industry. It's 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 a business. and And this whole thing, I, I think the reason this story is interesting is because it brings up this question, which i've I've dealt with before with other series that I like, She-Hulk, which I loved. Uh, who's responsible? Mm-hmm. And then you have this it, there's a rash of, I think pointing fingers at why the book didn't succeed, quote yeah. unquote, right? And Nighthawk is coming to us from what David Walker. David Walker. David Walker, who does who does Power Man and Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. Um, and Power Man and Iron Fist, it seems to me, I hope, oh my god, I hope it's don't doing you, well. Don't you play around with me. Uh, But Nighthawk is not making the cut, so they're only doing six issues. Artist Ramon
0: Villalobos?
1: Yeah. Uh, So they're only doing six issues. Issue four came out last week, and there are a lot of blog articles. Uh, blog articles? Listen to me. Snizzle You got this. I don't know what the internet is. You can do this. There are a lot of blog articles. <laughs> people are writing about who to blame? Yeah. who who Whose fault is this? Is, is it the it, fans, the consumers, right. because they didn't fault? pick it up? Is it, is it because people didn't put it on the pool list so right. it doesn't count as a pre-order? Is it because Marvel didn't promote it enough? Is it, like, who do you blame here? The, there are a lot of people who have a lot of opinions on it. Mm-hmm. If, if nothing else, I think it offers something that every comic book fan ought to take a look at, which is trying to figure out how the hell this industry works. It's confusing. And the success of certain pieces, it seems like Nighthawk wasn't built up to, to even win. It's not even something that anybody's even really talking about. No, no. And, and
0: Nighthawk in is in Nighthawk. He's to, part of
1: squadron Supreme. And right. it's like, well, who's squadron Supreme. Right. There's a lot of information that you need to digest there. So it's hard to hop in. And meanwhile, Nighthawk one premieres at the same time that, uh, civil war is happening. Civil war two is starting. Rebirth. Rebirth is starting. Yeah. Captain America, Hydra stuff. Because you remember when we talked about Nighthawk, Mm -hmm. that was the day the Captain America Hydra stuff Mm -hmm. happened too. Mm -hmm. So it it just, it gets released only to get pushed out of best-selling books Mm -hmm. because it doesn't really have the platform. Seems like it didn't have a chance. We're going to revisit it today for Book of the Week. Yeah. Because as you've said, you've been keeping up with it, and you enjoy where it's headed. Yes, Um, I just read number two. Number two is going to Nighthawk. Number two is one of our books of the week. We will talk about it soon. There's a lot to say, and after reading that book, I am very sorely disappointed that this is going to go away. Yeah, because
0: it's touching on something that I'm not seeing touched on anywhere in actual comic books. Power line. We talk. (laughs) We talk a lot about how comic books as actually represent what's going on in the world. Yes. Whether it be, you know, people, neighborhoods, and it's a place where we can kind of use this as a lens to look at what's going on in our real world right now. Um, and I just can't think of anyone else who's actually dealing with some of these topics in such a specific, clear, direct, not roundabout. No. It's very... You shot that person in cold blood. You got away with it. Yeah. Well, guess what? No, you didn't.
1: Yeah. This like, is Nighthawk is is a superhero who is fighting against racial injustice. Yeah. In a serious, violent manner. Like, he, he has no bones about it. We're yeah. not messing around here. Yeah. And it's, it's very interesting to get this take. When we get into the book of the week, I'll have more to say on it, but I'm upset that it's going away. Mm-hmm. Uh, listeners, as, as you listen to us discuss this, uh, see if you can't find some articles on, on different perspectives as to why it's going away. Do we know if they're going to finish the arc? And they're doing six issues, which will finish the arc, and that's okay. it. And then we'll get a trade, probably. Yeah, so we have two issues left. Yeah. Bummer, man. It's a bummer. Well, I, I wonder if we can make enough noise to say, look, gone but not forgotten. Maybe we can revisit this sometime. But it's it's worth, I think it's worth everybody's attention at least. Well, that's why we wanted to bring it back
0: for Book of the Week because, one, this is a fifth week of a month, right? And yeah. A lot of times the fifth week of the month for pull lists are very, very lean. Yep. Um, and we kind of had an open space. So we wanted to use this as an opportunity with our platform to be able to point people to this yeah. and say, hey, pick this up. Check it out. You know what I mean, and bring it back into the consciousness, so the millions and millions and yeah, millions of people who listen to comic book Junto and go out and buy comics, yeah, they can, you know, smell maybe, what the rock is smelling. It's, you got it's okay, oh, it's all right. Take God. your time. Okay. Came through the nose. Let me just let me just try
1: that <sighs> one out of more the time. mouth. <sighs> Give it another shot. Smell what the rice is cooking. There you go. Oh, that's great. All right. It felt good. It's okay. It's odd to think about this too, Octavius, because we did Nighthawk 1 as our book of the week. Right. And we said, mm, we're probably not picking this up anymore. Mm-hmm. And you said, I'm going to be, I'll finish out the arc because yeah. I do due diligence. I'll finish out the arc. Yeah. But, you know, we, we effectively said, nah, we're good here. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just thinking like, dang, is it our fault? was not me? <laughs> I
0: don't think it was you.
1: No, but it's it's one of those things where it's it, it's unfortunate that in this industry to to feel like any the success could be so fragile, that sucks. Hmm. That it, that sucks. So, we'll get into it. Yeah, we will get into it.
0: All right, so that's our news for now.
1: Yeah. And at this point we're going to get into the talk back segment. Yes sir.
0: Okay. So, talk back this is where we have a talk back time from the people who speak to us via the different forms of conversation. So if you want to talk with us, you can use hashtag AskCBJ on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you can send us a question there, or you can send us an email to comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. That's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T dot com, and we could read your question on the show and answer it. Yes. So another way that you can get in contact with us and give us some feedback is via iTunes, leaving us a five-star review and a positive comment mm-hmm. letting us know what you think about the show. Um, and I'd like to read a couple of those off of the internets right Is this now. from Mike Mike? Let me see. We got Mike Mike. Is Mike Mike on? Let me check.
1: Let the old
0: hairs look over their glasses.
1: <laughs> if, if Man Man were a Pokemon, then Mike Mike is his evolved <laughs> form. Is that, is that yeah. what it, Oh, he goes from Man Man, Man, Man Mike it, Mike, Punchy Rock. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It gets, wow. It gets serious. It more and
0: more just like <laughs> aggressive. <laughs>
1: All right, so let me read
0: this uh, five star review. Uh, not the droids you're looking for; they're better. Ooh! Five star review from Street Shinobi. Ooh! All right, Comic Book Junto is unique from any other podcasts or radio shows that speak on similar subject matters, and it's a good thing. I enjoy listening to them discuss their opinions on various subjects in a manner that brings balance to these conversations and uh, and this geek culture in general love the show it just keeps getting better and better the guys bring humor balance insight and so much more to the table can't wait to see what the future
1: holds Wish I was Ulyss- Ulysses. Wish I was Ulysses. Get hey, it? that's cool. This is the future. I like that. Because Ulysses. I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thank you, Shinobi. Hey. Sorry sorry to disappoint you with all these flubs uh, hey, look, in this, in this is episode. The, this,
0: this is the show.
1: Here's what you need to know. There's grace for us. There's <laughs> <laughs> grace for us. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. That's very dope. I, I love hearing stuff like that.
0: All right. We got another five-star
1: review. Hey. It's from, wait, Dante Ben. <laughs> Okay, let's it's just, just hold up. Let's just go ahead and let, I, I just want to call attention to the elephant in the room. The elephant's name is Dante. You just called Dante an elephant. I, I'm saying that because you were a beautiful beast, Dante. Dang. That's what I'm saying. You we were, just called
0: you a beast and an elephant. You were sacred. At the same time. You were
1: sacred. Keep uh, going, Adam. Keep going. What else you got? You your hair looks nice. All right. Now it's good. Uh, okay. Okay, no. Dante's up in the room and he's he's recording us. Uh Dante is listening. What's up, to the Dante? Show. Be
0: quiet. Don't say nothing back, Dante. <laughs> Dante. Don't respond. Don't, don't get out of pocket, Dante.
1: Dante stay is stay in
0: your place now.
1: He's doing his best to keep his cool when <laughs> I mean, he's got to deal with this. Uh, but he is uh he's doing us a service and he is He's he's helping us so we can have some video content to put up on YouTube. Yeah, which I think is is going to be great. Yeah, we're and have... as we've discussed just before we did the show, I will be joining the blackout congregation for YouTube comments, ah. which I will not be reading. So you're going to watch trails, but you're not going to listen to the feedback. Goodness no! All right, goodness no. Well,
0: I'm going to read this five star review from Dante. How, see how awkward we can make it. Yeah, Dante, please. you ready for this? Don't say nothing back to me. Don't re- do not respond to what I'm saying to you right now. <laughs> if you want us to read this, don't smile. <laughs> Stop smiling, Dante. It's not about you. All right. Uh, love being part of the Junto five-star review. He's going to take, take that back. Is he going to take it back? <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Adam and Octavius have inspired me to dive deeper into comic books and geek culture. I love the dynamic dialogue between these two and the broad perspective they share, which bring a realistic, re- relatable depth to comic books. I recommend for all comic book lovers... Even if you're not into comics, you'll be entertained by the witty jokes, random catchphrases, and broad topics that relate to people of many different backgrounds and upbringings. Glad to be a part of the community. Definitely want to see what happens next. You know what? It's awkward. Whoever Dante is, (laughs) thanks, Dante. I hope you're listening. Yeah. Thanks for the five stars and positive comment. We appreciate that.
1: Appreciate that, Dante. We appreciate your service. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You, You're smart. (laughs) You're loyal. You're holding a camera right now. That's nice. Right. Uh, so look, when this goes up on YouTube, that that's that's because of Dante. Yeah. And uh when this uh w- when our mixtape releases on iTunes, yeah, and then that's because of Dante. Because he says it's fire. It's fire. <laughs> it guess. is. Uh, right. We also got an email. Uh, that I want to read for our talk back today. Uh, this one comes to us from Z block and uh, Hey, apologies to some of y'all. If you sent us an email or a tweet and we haven't gotten to you yet, we we kind of have a pecking order. We want to pick some of the best ones. Some of them we got to save because we got to actually sit down and think. Some on of
0: them them. Are, yeah. Some of them are long and we don't want to just be like, yeah, uh, it's lit. And then just move on to the next one. That's right.
1: Yeah. So uh, if, if it took us a little while to get back to you all or to put it on the show, apologies, but we're just eager to get around Please to it. Please
0: keep sending them, though. Yes, yes.
1: Yeah, you it's good for us. You. We got to have ammunition. Uh, this one, this email comes to us from Z Block says, hey, guys, I've recently gotten into the CBJ podcast. And ever since I first listened to the Batman Killing Joke one shot episode, there it is. which was great, by the way. Yeah, I assume he says the podcast. The one shot was great. Mm -hmm. The movie, I'm not sure. I've been listening to a bunch of the other episodes, and I really enjoy hearing you guys chat. Your interest and passion for comics is infectious, and I am now getting into the comic game. I find that using my imagination while reading comics is far more enjoyable than some movies based on comics. Hmm. I could go on about my pure enjoyment of CBJ, but I got a question on my mind. Here it is. What is your process for reading a comic book? How do you go about looking at the artwork and appreciating and analyzing it along with the storyline? I sometimes find myself getting so into the reading of the story that I just glance and completely skip over the artwork Mm -hmm. and I end up missing some important illustrations. How can I get the most out of my comics? Thanks for everything you guys do from Z block PS. I've decided to join the blackout congregation. Boom. Boom any strategies or tips to avoid and keeping away from spoilers, ratings and movie news. That's for you, Octavius. Okay. Uh huh. All right. So how do you read comic books and get the most out of them? This seems like a basic question, but okay. there's some, I feel like there's a personal preference and some science behind it. Okay. Because I know this feeling where sometimes I, I'm just bust through a comic book and I have to go through it a second time and just, Look over some of the images a little bit and some comics you know, every comic is is put together differently Some of them have a ton of panels packed into pages and they're really dense some of them are more like black widow from wade and Samney right now mm-hmm. and black widow has these larger more expansive images and it's more Storytelling based on the visuals than the dialogue. Everything's a little bit different um And I think you have to treat things a little differently. Right. But when I read comics, I try really hard to be present and patient. Like we talked about this before. Like what's your setup when you're reading? Do you have music playing? Where do you sit? I I can't have music with lyrics on or else I'll get jumbled and confused. Right. So if I am listening to music, I try to just make it. Like I listen to Jay Dilla and and just Dilla beats a lot when I'm reading comics. I get that. Because it's just great to have in the background. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'll read and sometimes... Sometimes I'll catch myself just kind of burning through things. I'm moving bubble to bubble to bubble to bubble. And if I do it too quickly, I did it today. I realized oh, I messed up the layout. I was reading Spider-Man seven ah. and I was like, Oh, who's, who's that on? Is that on the person who laid this out? Or is that on me? Am I yeah. going a little too quickly? Mm-hmm. And then I need to skirt and go back and relook over some of the panels. So every once in a while I'll read, I'll try as hard as I can to be patient and present And just looking over things. But often I'll go back a second time just to look at those images and try to connect the dots again. Yeah. And I I find that I need that. And then, hell, I mean, when you and I are doing Book of the Week, I discover things that I hadn't really given time to. Yeah. And for books that I'm not given doing Book of the Week with, I don't want to miss out on the content, but I do know that the Book of the Week one, I really squeeze the juice out of those. Yeah. So sometimes I think it's worthwhile going over a second time. Mm -hmm. Is that similar to how you do
0: it? Well, when I read comic books when I was younger, uh, <laughs> it was all about the artwork. Yeah, it was not. I about know the you story. said that before. It was you, not you, about the story. Yeah, it didn't matter. Did not matter. It all mattered how cool it looked. So I could pick up a number fifty-seven because the artwork was cool. Be smack dab in the middle of a story. You're not it, worried about anything. Not else. even remember what the story is about. Like, don't even know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And just like. It is what it is, what it is. Yeah. And that's just what it is. Sure. Um, but now, I find that it's flipped. The artwork, as long as it doesn't take me out, as it's long kind it doesn't of take me out, it's very, very secondary. So, it's more like a support to the story.
1: Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying.
0: So, I'm really focused on the words and I'm really focused on understanding what they're trying to say and understanding, it, un- understanding the bits and pieces. And... The visuals are almost helping my imaginations. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. More so than like leading them. does,
1: yeah. that, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think like I think of it as a structure. If it, if it were architecture, right, the the visuals are. The, the pillars that the bridge is resting on, but the bridge is like, you got, you drive on that thing. It takes you from here to here. And unless it's all janky, unless, unless the images are really messed up or they that's don't fit. When, that's when the images play a big role at this point. And sometimes that happens. And that especially happens. If you notice, there are some comics where they, they will introduce multiple artists. So it'll start with one artist. And then halfway through the book, it'll swap to someone else. And that it does something to your mind. You're like, whoa, what happened here? I yeah. have to, it, that, that feels like that, that was abrupt. There's some dissonance. Mm. And I need to spend more time on this because I need to like align what I'm looking at. But yeah, I give it multiple passes. I'll give one pass for the story. And then a second one, usually I'll, I'll try to just go back, investigate some of the, uh, the visual stuff.
0: But another thing that I really want to point out is I don't feel pressure. Oh, okay. I don't feel pressure that I, I, gotta, I gotta look. There. The pressure I feel is understanding the story. Yeah. And like I've always said to you, I don't spend a lot of time on things that I don't enjoy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the thing that really helps me enjoy the experience is understanding what the heck I'm reading. Yeah. If I don't understand it, that's when I'll go back and I'll go, wait, what? Yeah. And then I'll go back and I'll look at the picture and go, what? Yeah. What's happening? But- I'm not like I have to look at every corner and I have to look at every you know facial expression. Like I said, a lot of it is like visual cues. Yeah. Like I think about how John Romina Jr. drew All Star Batman. Yes. You know, a Scott lot of, Snyder
1: All Star Batman book of the yeah. week a couple of weeks ago. A
0: lot of those moments are just kind of like the I think of Batman holding the chainsaw and it's like brah. and and he says I'm good. Like, I can see that visual, but in my mind, that visual kind of, it moves. Yeah. And it moves into the next part and moves into the next part. So, it's just a cue. It's almost like a picture of the video that's going on in my head as I'm reading the comic. But does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, and you remember that
1: panel. Yeah. Like the artwork and the words supported one another in such a way. Yeah. So you remember it. Mm-hmm. And like there's so many comics that I read in a week, let alone a month, a year. And I can't remember every single panel. Sometimes I'll read a comic and then not even remember that I read it. Yeah. And I've had that problem recently. I really like the series Lazarus. Lazarus by... Um, Greg Rucca uh, for an Image. Lazarus is awesome, but every once in a while, those, those books are so dense that I'm like, did I read this? I can't even remember. Mm-hmm. I think I just looked through it real quick but it didn't register. And the thing with Lazarus is Greg Rucka puts a lot of backstory in there too. A lot of characters, a lot of environment building. And I really appreciate that stuff. But sometimes I get a little lost in it. So a book like Lazarus, when it's coming out, a new Lazarus came out today. In fact, new Lazarus comes out. I know I have to sit down and really focus on this book or else I'm not going to get anything out of it. I'll be be joking myself. And what's the point of picking it up if I'm doing that? Yeah. So everything has a different, methodology, I guess. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's just the way that I do it. Sometimes I got to give it multiple passes.
0: So the answer is it depends. So It's up to you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's up to you. It's whatever works best for
0: you. There's no, like, you have to do it this way and that way. And I think that everybody is going to find a way over time to get the most out of their experience. I find that I really get the most, if we want to talk about the most, Mm -hmm. I get the most out of my comic book reading experience when I debrief it with somebody. Agreed. Yeah, That's when I get the most. Hands down. I can read something and I can go, and then I sit there and talk with Adam about it and it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yo, I didn't even think about that. Or that's why a lot of times I don't listen to reviews until after or read reviews after I watch and have my own experience, a movie, you know? Yeah. So a lot of times when I'm like curating my thoughts on a topic, I listen to podcasts you know, on mm-hmm. on the topic. What do people think about this, you know, Kyle, is it Kyle Kaepernick? Is that how you say his name? Uh, Colin. Colin Ka- Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Like yeah. I have my pr- opinions mm-hmm. and then I think about it and then I listen to some podcasts. How do people feel about this Birth of a Nation situation? Oh gosh, you know what yeah, I mean? Nate Parker. So with Nate Parker. So I think about it and then I sit down and I have a, it's a, they, so it's that debrief with other people even if I'm not talking to them mm-hmm. like listening to reviews from other people and other other perspectives that's why I love podcasting so much yeah. because it's almost like I'm having this conversation with for example The Reed I'm having this conversation with Crystal and Kid Fury mm. but I'm not yeah. you know what I'm saying yes. so it's helping me kind of like formulate these perspectives so same thing with comic books yeah to yeah. get the most out of it, whether it's with Adam or whether it's with Simba Sparks. I said I wasn't going to talk about him, but he
2: snuck, <laughs> he snuck
0: his way in here again, you know, or me trying to talk about, even if it's not comics, if it's just about
1: things I'm thinking about, I will call my wife and I'll go, yada, 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 yada. Does that make sense? That's okay. This is the thing that, it, okay. Comic book Junto, everyone in the Junto gather around. Mm-hmm. This this is come what on you, in. This is what you need to know about Octavius come A. Newman. In. Okay. Octavius talks things through. This is that this is a rare and dying art form. I, and I thought about this today because I was going to text somebody, "Hey, I need to reschedule a meeting." And instead I said, "Let me call that person." and that made the whole difference Mm -hmm. in the way the conversation went and the reception for that news that I needed to cancel and reschedule, right? Octavius A. Newman, you talk things through. Yes. You have to talk things through. And I think that's really beneficial and is something that we forget to do Mm. in an age where we can leave an Instagram comment, we can like something on Facebook, I can tweet at you. Like all those things allow you to have this condensed idea but nothing, nothing steps to just sitting down and talking face-to-face with somebody yeah. about somebody. Or not face-to-face, over the phone. Call mm-hmm. them up, or whatever. Yeah. Like Skype them. If you don't have a Junto with your friends, call somebody up on Skype. <laughs> Hit up your dude and say, yeah, I just read uh, uh, Spider-Man 7. Yeah. I got to just talk th- things through with this. And you know me. Maybe- Yo, you
0: will get so much more value out of that book. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe we should start a Facebook group Where people can connect with each other and have a Junto and kind of expand. Because I've actually heard some people say, "Yeah, this is the only place that I can talk about this stuff is with you guys on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Because nobody else, I don't have anybody else in my life. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, well, there's obviously other people. They just might not be in your neighborhood, in your circle currently. Maybe we can kind of create a catalyst to expand that. Because... I actually catch flack sometimes from people where it's like, they'll, "Why don't you just text me?" It's like because of... no, <laughs> it doesn't hold the same. I, I can't like I'm I I'm, just I just I just misunderstood someone for like a good couple months. Yeah, and then I actually had a conversation with the person, and it was like cleared it up like that. Yeah, like like that, and it was kind of like oh, oh, and yeah. it wasn't. We didn't even talk about the thing I had a problem with. Yeah, just being in the same vicinity and catching the vibe from them made me go, oh, it's not even what I thought it was. I can tell it's not what I thought it was because of...
1: Trust, empathy, facial expressions. Right. But,
0: you know, a blue bubble on the iPhone,
1: it's like... What you say? One of my you know friends, I mean? one of my friends, she's she's battling with one of her roommates, and she says, I, "I don't understand. I've always been a good roommate. I have never had a problem with a roommate in my entire life mm-hmm. until right now. I don't understand." And every time I see this person when we're in the house together, it, he's he's uh, kind of rude. He's kind of short to me. We mm-hmm. just don't have any time for me. Mm-hmm. We're very intolerant of one another. We don't. We just don't work in the same space. Uh-huh. And she says to me in the same breath, "She's like, I don't even get it because I'm almost." never home. So like, why is that even a problem? Well, there you go. There you go. And I was saying this, you know, you kind of, you get out of the exercise of it. You get out of the habit of knowing what that person cares about, feels like, looks like even, you know, like y- y'all don't even see each other. So you just, you don't care about that person because that person is just outside of your periphery now. Yeah. You know? So it's, it's somehow we, we managed to go from talking about how you read a comic book and focusing on arts and panels to This, to how do you have a conversation with somebody? But like, honestly, I feel like uh, if the problem is, I'm not sure if I'm getting the messages, the value, the good stuff out of this comic, Mm -hmm. then maybe what you got to do, A, slow down. Yeah. B, give it a second run. Mm -hmm. You know, read through it another time. Just glance through it the second time. Mm -hmm. And C, call up your boy. Debrief. Your girl. Debrief. Whatever. Call somebody up and, and talk through it or even just take the concepts from what
0: you're reading through and even with someone who doesn't didn't read the same thing and just explain the concept. Yeah. I've done that. Oh yeah. I do that all the time. You don't know anything about what I'm talking about. Let me just lay it out for you. Mm-hmm. Here's how I see it. Am I off, you know?
1: I do this does this often. make sense? I do I did this this past weekend poor Timmy, I said, "I know this isn't going to this is not going to track." This won't register for you. Mm-hmm. But I need to tell you why it's frustrating to me that Man Thing can't leave Citrusville, Florida. <laughs> because I, I know how to make it so he can. Uh-huh. And this poor woman, I love her because she tolerates me. Just lets me speak. Uh-huh. She did, she, you ever heard of rubber ducking? No. You know, rubber duck is sitting in, in a bathtub and it just kind of bobs its head back uh-huh. and forth. Uh-huh. Right. That's all she's doing. I just need somebody to rubber duck for a little
2: bit. It's just yeah.
1: just bob, just acknowledge that I'm saying words. And then by the end of it, I'm like, and I still can't believe Steve Gerber died before reaching his final vision with man thing. And all she had to say was, mm-hmm. I hear you. And then I'm like, okay, we're good. Like, I love you. <laughs>
0: you all
1: right. <laughs> and she looked at me, and she says, Thanks, Grace, for you.
0: Did she say that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. All right. What are we even talking about? So there you go, Z-Block. <laughs> it's as easy as that.
1: All right. It's as easy as that.
0: Second part of that question was questions about the the the, uh, the uh, Blackout
1: Congregation. You had a few tips during our live show at Amalgam. Uh, you said get yeah. your significant other to dance in front of the TV. That's right. That's yeah. correct. Uh, put your fingers in your ears. There it is. Close that your doesn't eyes. That does really work. That actually helps you hear better. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, so well, then never mind. Yeah. Like I've done the fingers in your ear thing, but that actually like somehow amplifies, amplifies, amplifies it. It's weird. Um, but um, I really think if you're just trying to be a part of the Black God congregation, I think you just have to be committed to avoiding anything that's going to give you any insight on what you're going to consume. Yeah. So... That means if someone is going to talk about it, just let it be known. Hey, you know what? Maybe I should, you know, step out if you guys are gonna talk about this. If a trailer comes on, do your best to avoid it. If you know there's a review, don't read it. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone has, hey, I just saw it, you know what I think, just tell them you don't you don't really wanna know. Yeah. Um and the why is important. The reason why you're doing this is because you're preserving the moments. That the actual storyteller is trying to tell you, you want to have... You chase the experience. The experience of the oh my goodness moments. So that's why you're really not consuming any of that. Cause you that mo-
1: moment when you're watching The Ring in the theater mm-hmm. and you're cleaning your glasses mm-hmm. and you pop them joins back on and you get so scared you want to leave the theater. That's right. <laughs> you want that moment to happen again. You want that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know it sounds like you don't want that moment, but you want that moment. Speaking of which, we both saw um, "Don't Breathe." Don't breathe, and we we, we will definitely bring a one shot for that. Yeah, because that was, was good. tense. Yeah, that was tense. That was one of those Jones where I'm sitting in the movie theater and people have a lot to say and did not bother me. Yeah, because so did I. I what are you like,
0: doing, Homa! What are you doing? No, yeah. what are you doing? Don't like what it was. It was. A lot that, it, of was that. it was one of those movies. It was a. Why are you doing, oh, my gosh, don't do, oh, he's going to do,
1: oh, no. It was, I swear to God, there's 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 a part in the in the movie, just in the movie, I'm no spoilers, but no somebody spoilers. in the theater just said, that was four shots, like counting the bullets, and somebody else said, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. five. It was five. <laughs> and like people helping each other through this. It's just like, it's okay. He's almost out. It's a six shooter. He's almost out. I'm I like, was definitely counting oh, bullets. I was counting
0: bullets, bullets for sure. Yeah, three, four, okay. All right, where we at? <laughs> Nah, nah,
1: we got to talk about that. All yeah, right, we will. we'll, we'll about get that. to that. All right, All right. I, I think we ought to move from talk back uh, to our pool list Yes, so we can hop into our books of the week. All right, let's go alphabetical. Yeah, go ahead. So let's start with Nighthawk. Yeah. Uh, wait, oh,
0: we're going right into the books of the week. My bad. Let's go to the pool list first. Going
1: yeah, yeah, brown. you have a pool list. You have your brown bag. Happy brown bag to you, Octavius.
0: Happy brown bag day to you as well. And happy brown bag day, Internet. Happy brown bag day, Dante. Dante, don't say anything, Dante. Don't say
1: a word. Stay in your place. Hey, Dante, okay? don't breathe. Don't forget. Don't, don't forget breathe. where you came from. By the way, I went to see Don't Breathe. They print out the ticket for me at the, at the Riverview. The movie is called Don't Breathe. Uh huh. And the ticket has to abbreviate the title of the movie. So the only word on the ticket just says breathe. Breathe. I'm like, Am I going to see the right movie? Do or don't? Like, what do you t- want me to do? Man, come on. Pick it up. I don't know Speaking what
0: Speaking of which, is. how do you spell blonde, Frank Ocean? Oh, my God. Which one are you going to go with? Oh, my God. Is there an E on the end an or not? E or no. E or no. What are we doing? Am I breathing or no? I'm lost. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, pull this. Tokyo Ghost, number 10. Saga, 37. Woo. Deadpool versus Gambit, number 4. Spider Man, Civil Spider Man number seven is part of the Civil War whole situation. That's right. And I already had Nightwalk, Nighthawk.
1: And Nighthawk 2. I picked up uh, Civil War 2, Choosing Sides number five. Mm-hmm. This is the Justin Trudeau variant. Yeah. The, the Prime Minister of Canada. We got a Man Thing alert. Okay. Okay. We got Man Thing in these pages. So you need to go to your shop. You need to say, give me the most current Man Thing books. On the shelves, and they will give you Civil War Two. Choosing size five feels like a holiday to me, Octavius. This doesn't happen every day. Man thing alert! I got major man thing alert. Giant size man thing alert. I <laughs> got right, that's wait, a bad alert. Wait a minute, hold that's on. a bad alert. Wait a second, that's an alert you get on your phone. What's going on here? Uh, I also picked up DC Comics Bombshells Annual. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've i always liked Bombshells. I really like Marguerite Bennett. Uh, I'm excited for that. East of West, I'm getting caught up on. Uh, 29 came out today, but I, I actually picked up 28 so I can get caught up. Spider-Man 7, one of our books of the week. Yeah. And I picked up Saga number 37. Yeah. Which I'm very excited about. Um, and then, of course, Nighthawk number 2, which I needed to call another shop. Brave New Worlds in Old City, they were sold out of Nighthawk, so it looks like they were doing okay in their shop. Uh, so they, they called up their, their sister store in Willow Grove. And they're sending me some issues so I can get totally run up yeah. on the whole arc. Yeah. I'm ready. All right. End of the books of the week. We're going to start with Nighthawk. Why don't you lead us through that, John? So books of the week, this is the part where we're going to investigate and analyze and talk through the comics that we've picked this week. Nighthawk number two and Spider-Man number seven. Uh, of course, if you have not read either of these two books... And you want to join us for the book of the week conversation, um, I would recommend reading the book first before listening to this segment. Otherwise, we will spoil a lot of things for you. And that is exactly what we're about to do with Nighthawk number two. So three, two, one. It's your fault. Nighthawk number two is picking up from uh, our book of the week several weeks ago, months ago even. Uh, when we read Nighthawk number one. So if you've been sticking around for a long time, perhaps you read that with us. We wanted to pick that up today, given the news that we received yesterday that this book has been canceled. And Octavius, you've said that the arc was really turning up. You you were enjoying where it was going. So, you know, contrary to to first impressions, it's going someplace and we're excited to follow it there. And we hope you're going to follow it with us. Nighthawk 2 has us... uh, Gosh, where do I even begin? Because it's been so long. Um, we have uh, Nighthawk, who is a character. who it, The superhero is is a black man who specifically, I think, fighting against racial injustice, racial profiling, and police brutality. Is that Does that sound right? Yeah. So uh, what we have is no bones about it. We are not beating around the bush. Nighthawk is busting cops and white supremacists and people who are putting down the black community. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting to me because we are just going straight for the drug. They're
0: going right for it. They're not dancing around it. They're not, they're not alluding to it. They are, they have a black man who is a superhero yep. vigilante who is going, I'm not down for it.
1: Yeah. So uh Nighthawk's real name is Raymond Kane story is set in Chicago. He is a vigilante. He's a good guy, but he's kind of got that Punisher vibe where he will beat on fools. Yes. And like no mercy, really.
0: No mer- I mean, this is, th- he is more violent than Batman is in the comic. Oh, absolutely. In the I- comic, the way they show it. Like
1: he's, and there are a lot of similarities to draw the Batman yes. for sure. Um, And uh, what's taking place here is we we got a couple of things going on. There's a, um, it seems like a serial killer of some kind going around named the revelator. Mm -hmm. And the revelator has been killing a lot of people and confusing police as to what to do. Yeah. And he's killing specific people. He seems to be killing
0: people who have been um, wronging people of color, black people. Right. And getting away with
1: it. Revelator is killing white people who are, oppressing black people yeah
0: and getting away with
1: and it. getting away with it
0: so he comes, which seems to be everybody so it's interesting to think about when we look at the world how a lot of a lot of black people are like man you know like i wish i could do something i wish i could kind of like lash out i wish i yeah. could take action yeah. you know but you actually have a character in the comic who seems like like the revelator is black who's actually doing that you know, and doing it in a very vicious way. So it kind of makes you go, man, like, do I want this? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, do I root for this? Is this, is this the good guy?
1: Yeah. You know and what I th- mean? That's actually, that's what I want to talk about with this issue. Yeah, there are a lot of parts where it, I'm reading this and I'm thinking, hell yeah, I'm happy to see this. Right. And then another thing will happen, which will make me think, oh no, is this actually what I want. It's right. just like you said it. Right. And it, you know, the book opens up with something, unfortunately I think it is was, was pretty commonplace. We have a scene of police brutality. Mm-hmm. We have uh, some uh, like black kids who are saying, what we didn't do anything yeah. and cops beating up on them. Holding yeah. them at gunpoint and one cop is just beating on this kid right. with a nightstick. And then uh, somebody grabs the cop's hand, takes the baton away and it's Nighthawk and Nighthawk is going to break this cop's arm. And the reason that this is important is this cop is coming back in this issue. When we get to modern day, the the first few panels of this book are a flashback. And in modern day, this cop has killed a kid Mm -hmm. named Latron Stannis and uh, is, is being put on trial and well, he's not charged. He's not charged for anything and he's allowed to just go back to active duty. Right. So, Tell me if that sounds familiar. Very. That sounds scary familiar. Yes. And what we have is now Nighthawk, who is furious about this. We're building this climate, which is, you know, very familiar to what we're used to in, the, in you know, unfortunately, in our real world, where a, a, a cop can get away with killing an unarmed black kid and just not even have any con- no, face no consequences.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it, Like this is like seeing, seeing Nighthawk come through and see him like actually defend this kid who's getting, the cr- this black kid who's getting the crap beat out of him yeah. by white police officers and seeing him beat up on him. It's the part of it that in, as a black man is like, yeah, you know, like yeah. this, is, this is what we wish could happen. We wish someone could come through. And then when you think about the fact that this book is being canceled, yeah it's kind of like, where
1: else is this being represented? <laughs> exactly. It, Nighthawk even says on like, one we, of the first one of our panels, Part
0: of our panel was going to be where would Captain America be on, on black, black lives, lives matter. matter. What yeah. would Cap- and you know what i'm saying it's like if superheroes were real would they be swooping in on police beating up on black kids? Yeah. Would they be swooping in and addressing like h- how does captain america deal with that? Yeah. How does Tony Stark power uh, Iron Man deal with yo, there's video. How does Ulysses with his you know, his his ability to see in the future, maybe not see in the future. And, you know, how does Carol Danvers handle? Yeah. Yo, well, Ulysses sees, yo, there are going to be these cops and they're going to beat the crap out of this black kid and they're going to throw him in the back of this car or they're going to shoot this person. Like, how do we as... How, how do we how do we handle that?
1: Yeah, and it, it makes and that, me wonder. Like that, I really want I really want the I want the answer to that. So do I, and I, I feel like the closest we get is is in the pages of Nighthawk. Yeah. I mean, Nighthawk says straight up in one of the first panels, this is how I deal with police brutality in my city. Mm. And we're in Chicago. Yeah. I was about to say he's in Chicago. We're in Chicago. So this, like we are all too accustomed to this taking place and, and people will remind Nighthawk of that. So we, we got protests. Uh, people want the officer O'Neill, the person who shot and killed Latron Stannis, uh, People want him indicted. People want him out of here. You got you got a protesters holding signs outside of a courthouse, mm-hmm. and O'Neill's got this smug look on his face. And man, I mean, even even the tech person, uh, what's her name, Tilda? Mm-hmm. Tilda works. She's kind of the Alfred to Night She, looks, she looks like Sid from the Internet. Yeah, her yeah. Haircut. I yeah, wonder if does. that's on purpose. I wonder. I'm not sure. But maybe it is because clearly David Walker and uh, who's illustrating this? It's um, Ramon Villa Villa Lobos. Mm -hmm. They're they're pulling a lot from the world. Yeah. Right now. They just look outside your
0: window. Nighthawk has on Yeezys. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Right. Uh, Tilda's got on the old Kobe's. The old old Kobe's. Yeah. I mean, there's actually a lot of focus on the shoes. Like, that's legit. And you said outright, this is how you can tell a black person is drawing this comic. Book. Well, I don't know if I don't know if they're black, but it's someone who's aware is paying of attention to
0: black it. culture, yeah. who's aware of urban, you know, culture and stuff like that. I don't I don't know if Ramon Vilobos is actually um black. Yeah. But, but there's an awareness for it and for those details at least. There's a part in this book um I, I want to I want you to keep your point, but there's a part that um I thought was very interesting where we have Nighthawk beating the crap out of this white cop. And there's this is the part where he punches him and he goes crunch. And he goes, If this feels excessive, imagine how that unarmed kid felt. Yeah. And it's like, wow, that's powerful. <sighs> it doesn't really get more point blank than that. It's powerful. Cause you could argue like, man, he's beating up this cop. But it's like, yo, know, this dude was beating the crap out of a kid with a nightstick. You know what I'm saying? And like, yeah. there's a point where it's kind of like, yeah, if this feels excessive. Like, let's, let's, you know, let's give you some perspective here.
1: So that's an interesting point about this book, which is as I'm reading it, it is, it is very, 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 what's the word? It's very overt. Mm -hmm. There's nothing subtle about what is taking place here. Not at all. There is a, a frequent conversation about the, the climate and animosity in Chicago and police versus black people and vice versa and white people versus black people. There's, there is, There is direct commentary on that. And that's interesting to me because like you said, we don't see that explored so directly in any other comic. Not in... in, We get a nod in Miles Morales in in Spider-Man. We'll get a nod toward, you know, like, you you know what I mean about that. Yeah. You you, know what this is. You know what we're saying. But this is really direct. And at certain points as I'm reading this, I was thinking to myself, I'm not sure how I feel about it coming up so overtly okay. because it kind of seems like we, we, don't, we, didn't, we didn't do this in any subtle way. This is just what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. And as I get to the end of this issue, I realize the reason that I'm, I'm, I'm shook up by it is because we don't have this conversation. Mm-hmm. Not in comics. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like we, we walk around that conversation. Yeah. We point at it subtly, but we, we don't say it in, in these words. Here's another quote that's very direct. Nighthawk, looking directly
0: into a camera, disassembling a a gun. I'm watching you, all of you, on both sides of the law. Make sure you tell your companions on the force, this is how I deal with police brutality in my city. Like, that's... This is what you need a superhero to say. Yeah. This is what you need as a black person, if we're going to be superheroes, we can't only beat up Hydra. We can't only beat up the bad guys who've got who're robbing the bank if the bad guy is a cop who's beating up a black kid yeah you need a superhero to come in and go the same way batman's going to thrash the penguin and the joker you need you need a character to come in and go that's that's what batman would say Yo, this how, is not going down in gotham
1: how about a couple of panels uh uh later on where we have uh, a Somebody who's working on the force, uh, a, a policeman who was saved previously by Nighthawk, mm-hmm. and he is assisting Nighthawk and asking for Nighthawk's assistance mm-hmm. for this serial killer that's on the lam killing yeah. his, these, uh, these white people who have oppressed black people yeah. and, and committed crimes against black people. This white guy is trying to figure out what the connection is between the serial killer's victims. Mm-hmm. And Nighthawk says, all right, come on, you're, you're a cop? Work through this. What's the connection? Right. And the white and, and this cop says all of the victims, they weren't nice people and they were white. They were white folks that did very bad things, mostly to black folks. Mm-hmm. And if that's the killer's real motivation, we're in trouble because Chicago's got a long history of white people screwing over black people mm-hmm. to which very direct to which Nighthawk says, thank you for saying it out loud. Hmm. I'm like, wow. Where else is this happening <laughs> wow. in comics?
0: Wow. Where else is this happening in comics? And this yeah. is this is going back to one of our questions, our top at questions. This is how you get the most out of a comic, right here. You yeah. have this debrief with friends, a friend or friends, and go, "Dad, you know what? Man, I never actually looked at it like that."
1: Yeah, you know. Meanwhile, the the serial killer who's going Wait, by isn't the name. Is there
0: a part where he says something like? Um, if you
1: were nicer to cops or something like that, what what does he say? Yeah, so the the cop who's on Nighthawk's side got the actual comic. And the, I'm this, at this this cop who's on Nighthawk's side, the, it, who is a white guy, and he's a police officer, right? Um, he's on his side primarily because he owes his life to Nighthawk. They have a flashback to when he was about to get beat up on by some like kind of samurai looking nemesis, mm-hmm. and Nighthawk swings in and and saves his life and so he says outright he's like look if you saved other cops lives then I bet other people on the force would like you Mm -hmm. and Nighthawk says you know that's not my job yeah that is that's not my job yeah that's not that's not what this is about for me. No,
0: and I think that it's very interesting even making that point um, because as Nighthawk being a black man and this cop being a white man and also looking at what's going on in in the world in the world of this book and even in the real world, I could see a conversation from a white man to a black man going, well, you know, I'm on your side, but if you were nicer to to cops, they probably would more like you. And being like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait wait a minute, wait a minute. There are cops who are killing my people in my city, beating them to a pulp and getting away with it. And you just said to me, more cops might like you if you were nicer to them. Are, yeah. are, we, are we looking at this the same way? We are clearly think, not
1: looking at this. I have the same to think way. inside of in Raymond Kane's mind, in, in, in Nighthawk's mind, he's thinking, do your job. Like, if you would fight injustice, maybe I wouldn't have to. Exactly. Maybe if you were the first line. I wouldn't have to be here. Yeah. So don't even come at me with that.
0: Yeah. Like, there's there's a real level of how dare you. There's a real level of like, did you just say to me if I was nicer, yo, I'm out here doing your job. Great point, Adam. If you were doing the job, if this whole, if the blue wall would come down, right? We talk about that. Like this blue wall of silence where no one's going to tell anybody and no one's going to look at anyone. No one's going to really make any comments. If we can actually address the blue wall of silence, a Nighthawk's not necessary. You guys are policing each other. But you guys police other people slash beat the crap out of black folks. And I got to come in and deal with it. And you're going to tell me. If you would be nicer to cops, yeah, maybe more than be on your side. And I, but at the same time, I get what he's saying. I get his point, but it's also perspective where you can imagine Night, Nighthawk giving them
1: look like fool <laughs> for real. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know, I want to move on. Um, Tilda and and Nighthawk are are reviewing the victims of the Revelator, the serial killer. Mm, and key key point here, yeah. And and Tilda is is talking to to him about like what this is. What are we dealing with here? Yeah. And she says, bold face, this killer is you on a bad day. Oof. Tell me we haven't heard that line before. It's Batman. Killing joke. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And he says, I've never until the interrupts and says, yeah, you've never crossed that line. But if whatever it is that keeps you in check stops working, this is what you become. I think that that, I mean, that is so, and I
0: think it's dope because nobody's getting away with anything. No, Nobody's getting getting
1: off. You, can, yeah, you can't just be a vigilante without the repercussions. Like, the
0: cops aren't getting off. Yeah. Nighthawk's not getting off. The Revelator's not getting off. Yeah. So we're dealing with all of the angles here. We're dealing with, yo, police br- brutality's not okay. Yo, like, the retaliation against pr- police brutality being killing cops is not okay. Yo, you're a vigilante and you're standing up for the police brutality,
1: but what makes you different from the person who, you know what I'm saying? And the difference, we weighed this in this issue, which is, you know, as soon as we found out that cop, O'Neal, was, was uh, not going to be charged for the shooting of the, of the kid, of Stannis. Yeah. You know, Nighthawk says to Tilda, maybe I should have killed him on that day. Mm. That day when I, when I was breaking his arm, when mm. he was beating on those kids with the baton, maybe I should have killed him. And this is the difference between Nighthawk and the Revelator, mm-hmm. because the Revelator is going after these people and chopping them up in the pieces and yeah. making a very, very violent point. Yeah. Like that's what's up. This this last person that we're dealing with here was cut up into 38 pieces because they had 38 charges against them. Like 38 different charges. And so the point here is th- they needed to be taken out. I'm done with this person. They're out of the world. And we've talked about this in the context of Batman. How much easier would his life be if he would just take the Joker away?
0: You know what I'm thinking about right now? What's
1: this? How this story could have gone.
0: How, How do you the, mean? the Revelator and Nighthawk could have developed over time? Yeah, I, yeah, I know. Well, look, like you know what? I like the book, but I even like it more now that we're talking about it. It's just like, yeah. uh, like the whole. I can hear the Revelator going. What's different between me and you? A bad day.
1: Yeah, you know. Ah, uh, we only get we get two more books. I guess we got to appreciate what we got. Here's the reality: if you if you appreciate this book like we do, you can tell Marvel, you can, you can pick up the book. Hopefully you can pick up the book. I know it's been out for a couple of months. We hope you can pick up number two where you can buy it digitally. Absolutely. You can download yep. it. Yep. I mean, hell I'll share codes when I have one, I'll put a code online and I'll, I'll share that with the public. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can also tell David Walker and the creative team behind this mm-hmm. and hope he puts work like this into his other pieces or his other know, books.
0: more, more creator own stuff.
1: Yeah. You know, because this is—I want to see David Walker go ham sandwich under Image. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying I'm not saying that Marvel can't do it because I'm impressed that Marvel was doing this. Yeah. But I wonder, would Image allow this to go on for a long? And you got to give it up to Marvel for actually for even doing it. You know
0: what I'm saying? Like we can't just kind of like beat up on Marvel and go, "You guys, blah blah blah." Like the book is out. The book is like the book exists. Yeah, they allowed it. it's on planet Earth and it has Marvel on it and like they're standing behind it and they're letting the the writer and illustrator do it so it's not a situation of you know they're not standing behind the book and at the same time it's business though you know what I'm saying if the numbers start to fall off on a book you know what I mean like it's not just a one-sided thing
1: Yeah. So look, the, the, the end of this issue, uh, we, we get a little sneak peek at the revelator. He's moving on to, I guess the next victim and he's got disguises lined up masks lined up supposedly for different jobs. Yeah. He's singing a little song about John, the revelator right in the book of the seven seals, Um, there's some interesting things going on here. made some biblical references that I had to look up and I'm happy that I did and spent a little time learning about the seven seals and and John of Patmos. Um, there's some good stuff happening in this book. I'm I'm excited to pick up number three so we can do that. It's, it's a shame. It is a shame. Comic book Junto salutes Nighthawk and it's too short run. Yeah. Bring back She-Hulk, by the way, (laughs) while you're at it. Right. While you're at it. And, don't,
0: and, and leave Black Panther and Power Man Iron Fist alone.
1: Don't you dare. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Don't you dare. Uh, now let's move over to Spider-Man number seven. All right. Spider-Man number seven is a tie-in to Civil War II. Mm-hmm. We're still going strong there. It's coming to us from Brian Michael Bendis. Yeah. And um, uh, who did the artwork on this? Uh, gosh. I need to have these things prepared. Yesterday Nico Leon is the name of the illustrator.
0: All right, so let's get into it. So, first thing we get into when we're looking at Spider-Man number seven, which is the Civil War tie-in, is we see Miles Morales in what looks like a huge like battle scene, the same scene. First thing I thought is, oh, this is a Ulysses thing. Yeah. This is the Ulysses situation. Is it come to life?
1: Is it actually happening? Because Ulysses had, um, f- he had foreseen that the Hulk would kill Everybody. All the Avengers. Everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, and it's just, I mean, the illustration here is crazy. Like, you've got the Hulk, and he's just gigantic and green glowing eyes, and he's got Tony Stark in one hand, and Spider-Man Peter Parker in the other hand, and he's walking towards Miles, and Miles tries to swing away, and Mm -hmm. this dude snatches him by the leg and smashes him into a building. And it's like, as I'm reading this, I'm hoping... Please let this be a dream. Yeah. Please tell me this is not real. You turn the next page, and that's literally what it is. Miles wakes up middle of the night screaming. Genki is playing a video game, apparently, or something like that. Yeah. And um, like Miles is just crazy, like just going out of his mind, scared. And um, man, like that's that that's a very powerful way to start this book. I mean, Brian Michael Bendis is doing a great job creating the emotional beats and moments Mm -hmm. that really bring you in to what's happening right now and make you feel it and like empathize like, oh man, like I can imagine what that's like. I can imagine that that's enough.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know what it's like to have a horrible dream that you just wake up and you don't know where you are and what's going on. And I can only imagine what it's like to dream about your demise as it has been predicted by someone who is mostly correct. Yeah, because the thing about
0: dreams is you wake up and you go, ah, I'm it safe. was a dream, but for Miles, it's like, this oh my hasn't gosh, happened yet. <laughs> this could actually happen. It just yeah. hasn't happened yet.
1: Yeah. I'm, I want to celebrate Brian Michael Bendis. We say this every single time we read um, Spider-Man, but he he just really gets the, the small talk, the small conversations down the conversation between Miles, mom and dad when they're in bed. It's just awesome. It's really good. Um, very real. Miles' mom is recounting the way that she felt when she went to see Jessica Jones, who she tried to pay off and say, stop following my son. Mm-hmm. And then she tried to say, what is my son's secret? And Jessica just wouldn't give her any information. And she's very bent out of shape. Yeah. Miles' dad is trying to say, just please cut this loose. Don't worry about it. Cut it loose. Because Miles' dad knows the secret. Right. And Miles' mom does not. Yeah. So that's, that's there's some stress in that relationship Mm -hmm. right there. But it is very real. Even the body language, the the way they turn and sleep facing away from one another.
0: Yeah. And even when she like, like the different facial expressions of like the, huh, or what? And like all of that stuff is just, they're just like, this book is so good. And I feel so good to be able to like read it with a group of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be able to enjoy it together. I hope you guys are enjoying
1: this as much as we are. Uh, Enter a, um, yeah, a little action sequence where we get to see Bombshell, who I, I'm new to this character. Uh, Bombshell, this, she this was. This is my
2: first
0: time, too.
1: Yeah, she was with uh, uh, the Ultimates, and uh, I guess she used to pal around with Miles Morales back when the Ultimate Universe was going down. Uh, she may well be doing that with the, with the Ultimates team now. I'm not keeping up with that, but Bombshell has the ability to make these explosions, which is pretty dope. Yeah, I was about to say, it's a cool idea. It is. She's got, like, she's doing the finger gun thing, but she's actually making it blow up. Yeah. And what we're seeing is, like, looks like
0: two younger kids have, like, a kid, like, pawned off their, like, band equipment to a pawn shop, and and now they broke back. back in to get the stuff back. So they think they're getting away with it,
1: and then, of course, Kaboom... Bombshell comes through and is like, nah, yo, it ain't going down like that. And Miles and Bombshell have a moment where they catch up a little bit and they're chatting like, hey, what are you doing out so late? Oh, I can't sleep. Yeah, yeah. I understand what that's about. Yeah. right? And they, they're both young. They both have school in the morning. They're mm-hmm. both clearly like trying to figure out how they balance their lives here. And Miles is trying to confide in Bombshell and say, I really feel like something bad is going to happen.
0: Yeah, and it's almost like he's, he's really reflecting on is what we're doing right? Yeah. Are we actually helping anything? Yeah. Are we actually making any headway or are we just making things worse? Right. You know? And one of the points that he brings up is like, you know, like take for example, like you just stopped robbery, and at the same time, look what you did. And Bombshell's like, what are you, what are you talking about? He's like, you blew up a freaking minivan. Right. And he, she's like, what? That, that's what I do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I get down. But, It's very interesting to see these two perspectives from these two characters kind of going like, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And if stuff goes bad when it happens, what do you want me to do? You want me to just sit around and not do anything? Yeah. I mean, this is a part of what we do. Right. But at the same time, it's also
1: like, but is it at what cost? And I like the line that Miles offers up, which is, you stop the robbery but you started a fire. Mm. They, all things have consequences. That is like Yeah. That's it. You stopped
0: the robbery but you started a fire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like you you can't What do we even say about You know what I love about this? It's not like wrapping it up in a pretty bow and going the end. It's actually going no. uh I, what uh, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like how do I handle this? What do I do with this?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I I really like that line. I thought it was really succinct. And he's trying to explain his confusion, his struggle with how he's supposed to be, whether he's supposed to be a part of the the Civil War uh, events, whether he's supposed to take Tony Stark up on the offer. He's saying Tony Stark asked for my help directly, directly. And Lana is saying, okay, so a, a rich white guy is telling you to do something. How is that different? why would you go away why would you do that right and, and she- miles is trying to contextualize and say he didn't tell me he he asked me and i find that interesting because i think of lana as kind of like sometimes when people are being an ally they glaze over nuance mm-hmm. they're they're kind of like oh tony stark is telling you what to do well he's rich and he's white so don't be oppressed okay Mm-hmm. You are half black. You're half Puerto Rican. You don't need to do what a, a rich white dude told you. And Miles is trying to say like, but no, wait, that's not actually, that's not how it went down. Mm-hmm. But for some other people, they're just going to say, I'm, I see this as pretty black and white. Literally don't do what the white guy says mm-hmm. because he doesn't know what's, what's best for you. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was interesting because as a white person, I've, I know I've seen people who have attempted to be allies and, and take a look at some like situations where, People of different races and creeds are communicating with one another, and they just try to paint this broad brush, uh, broad brushstroke over mm-hmm. it, and say like, "This is how it is." They ignore the system. Yeah, I'm like, well, yeah, but hold up, I'm, I'm asking you for more specific advice than that. Yeah, and L- Lana in these pages, clearly, she's just not, she's not even hearing it. Yeah, I mean,
0: because she has a perspective as well. Like, it's not just don't do what the white guy says. It's also, my dude, you're up in the middle of the night because everything in you is saying, stay out of it. Yeah. And you don't want to be a part of it, but you're sitting here telling me, but Tony Stark told you to do it. And it's like, my dude don't do it. This is easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, but Tony Stark, and she's like, he's a rich white guy. He'll be okay. Yeah. It's good. And I think that's, that's the weight of what she's saying. She's going, do you want to do it? Yeah. Okay. And the art but but Miles's yeah, but is but it's Tony Stark, and she's going, and yeah. Like you're you're grown. Like if you don't want to do it, make your own decision. You don't have to and I think I think the nuance is like you don't have to feel indebted to this guy. Yeah. I'm not hearing you say. I really feel strongly about these points. Yeah. I'm hearing you say rich white Tony Stark said he wants me to do it. Yeah. And she's going, that's not a good reason to do something that you are clearly telling me you don't want to do. Yeah. And that you're even wrestling with this decision's got to be, I want to do it because I'm convicted to do so. Not Tony Stark said so.
1: She's also, it's funny because we we segue into a conversation on perspective and what, how you, what the role of the narrator and the author of a story is when uh, Miles is, basically he's sleeping through English class the next day and Genki and Fabio are like messing with him while he's sleeping. Um, but we're talking about perspective and Lana is not interested in examining Tony Stark's perspective. She's just saying... I, here's how I see this. I see that you're conflicted. Well, don't do it. Well, I don't know if she's... I don't know if... Well, L- well let me let me offer this ahead, to you. Go ahead. And, and this, is, this is something that resonates. There, there are three lines, specifically, that, that make me feel this way. Lana says, you're being manipulated by a rich white dude, which is what rich white dudes do. Like, that's what they do. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. And so that is a very general assumption mm-hmm. of the scenario. Right. Whereas what's happening is, is Miles Morales, Spider-Man is saying, I'm Spider-Man. Iron Man asked me for his help and I need, I am just trying to think through this. Yeah. And the only take that Lon is interested in is rich white guy, privilege, privilege, privilege is telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Come on. And it, it kind of starts and stops there. And I think that's interesting because it seems like she's not invested in any more perspective. She specifically says, stay out of this. I don't even... It's almost as if she's putting her, ear, her hands in her ears and saying, I don't even want to hear more because I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. I'm staying out of it. You should too. Mm-hmm. And that's interesting to me because now we're talking... We're getting into the concept of perspective and whose perspective matters here. Is, does Miles matter more? Does Iron Man's matter more? Does Captain Marvel's matter more? Carol Danvers? You know there there's just this is a war of perspective. What am I supposed to believe? How am I supposed to act on it? yeah, 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 it's interesting
0: yeah i think I think that um what we're seeing from bombshell while you what you're saying, I agree with, mm-hmm. I agree with the scenario of like rich white dude that is actually that is not actually what is happening here, right and that's the thing that I kind of jam people of color up about. Sometimes it's like, well, you know how white people,
1: sure, whoa, 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 generalize. You can't do that. Yeah,
0: you can't do that because if they go, black people, what black people? What you what you trying to like? You can't you can't have it both ways. Like it's you don't get to beat up on white people now. You know what I'm saying? However, comma. We can't miss what she's saying that is on point. Correct. Which is like, if you don't want to do this, him being Tony Stark is not a good enough reason. Yeah. Because what she's hearing is not what he's saying. That's correct. She's hearing, you don't want to do this. The conversation is over. Yeah. But what he's saying is, he's literally saying, I'm not saying that. You're saying, and he's going, I'm not saying that. Like, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. I'm saying, I think that Tony might have a point, but I'm conflicted because I don't know if I want to go to war. And you're hearing it another way.
1: Yo, I love this angle because this is not something that we spend any time on in most superhero books, which is the superhero deliberating about what the right thing is. Mm -hmm. Like thinking... I don't even know what I'm supposed to do or who I'm supposed to fight for or with. Yeah, I don't even know. Usually, we're just deliberating on what's the best strategy to take down bad guys. Yeah, shoot.
0: Do we, do I kill him or no? Yeah, and I, I just I really like now it's do now is do I believe in this or not? Yeah, are my motivations correct? You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a very Walking Dead scenario in the sense not that they're zombies, but in the sense that in The Walking Dead, you've got bad scenario versus worse scenario. Yeah, You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. not like they don't create a whole lot of the good guy does this, the bad guy does that. Which one are you? It's very, man, there's a lot of nuance and I see where Bombshell's coming from but at the same time I see where she's a little off and I see where Spider-Man's coming from but at the same time I see how there is some manipulation. Like there is a level of like You can't ignore that. You know, you can't ignore that Tony Stark is utilizing his influence over a younger, you know, I look up to you like you're my gosh, you're Tony Stark. And, you know, you gotta think like when your old heads ask you to do stuff that you may not necessarily be into. Yeah. And there's a lot of situations like that where it's like, Am I
1: old enough to tell my old head no? And that that's another interesting facet do you which know is, what old head is. Which is the internet? <laughs> like, uh, okay, everybody just pause and look up old head right now. His old head Great. Great. We're on the same page cool. now. Now you know what an All-Head is. Congratulations, you got All-Head, you got John. You you, you come move... All-Head, John, bull. Come move to Philadelphia, you're going to do fine. Um, but it's an interesting angle, it's an interesting facet, because we have... This is the conversation between two young heroes. And this is the way that young heroes are thinking about things. Like Lana is, I imagine, the same age as Miles, right? And, and they have a totally different take, perhaps, on what's going down here. Because it seems like it's just old guard. It's the old heads. We're in with the old heads. And then, like, where do I fit in? I like, what
0: they got to do with us.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's this is just them doing what they do. Yeah. So, like, Miles wasn't even around when the first one went down. yeah yeah i'm sure people even remind him of that too like look we went through one civil war we'll be fine uh this book ends in a surprising manner we got a little cameo here um miles gets a phone call from tony stark himself tony wants to know if he can come to the triskelion uh headquarters shield headquarters and uh Uh, who who shows up?
0: We figured out a way to deal with this Hulk situation.
1: Yeah, which is a little too complicated to get into right now. So we're going to have to talk. So they got a plan of some variety. And who shows up? But Jessica Jones herself Mm -hmm. and Luke Cage. Power man. Now, why did she bring her husband? In yellow sweatpants. Well, okay. seems like maybe this was one of those, hey, I need you to come join me for a thing. No time to explain. Uh, Why did she bring her husband? There's no, she's working on this as a private investigator, mm-hmm. so blowing up her own spot is mm-hmm. clearly bad for business. Mm-hmm. But it seems like maybe she took Miles' mom coming in that interaction seriously, and if this was something that maybe Luke would be able to help out with. Is this like uh, you, the way that I read this is like, you are a black man, and I need you to talk to this boy. That's that's the way that I this, this what
0: I, I, can s- I can I can see that I can see that being a thing because I know in in my younger years there were situations because I didn't grow up with a father mm-hmm. and there are situations where um, my mother would yada 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 and then she would go you know what Uncle Porter come talk to this boy. Mm-hmm. Come, come, talk to him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like you need, you need a, you need a man's perspective, right? You know, because there's, there's that some, word perspective. There's some things that, you, and you know, he's he's an old head. He's been around, and we just, and if you're reading Power Man Iron Fist with us, you know, Power Man just was on some. Uh, I'm not. I, I'm staying out of this. I yep. think I want to stay out of this. Yep. To wait. You know what? I got to go get my friend. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got to go deal with, like. What's going on with Danny in jail, and we see that Carol and Ulysses are like, "Yo, there's about to, it's about to go down." Yeah. So we don't know what's transpired between these two books, but no, there's a lot that we're gonna
1: have to wait and see what happens next. But Power Man is being drawn in, and I'm 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 happy to see that. I'm, I'm like, obviously, it's exciting to me when you see Luke Cage hop into Miles' book. Um, yeah, and I'm 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 curious what that conversation is going to play out like. That's gonna be really interesting. But it sounds like it's gonna be one more perspective for Miles to consider before he uh thwips his way over to the Triskelion. So good luck to you, Miles. All right, <laughs> good luck to you, sir. Let's see what happens. What do we have for next week? Next week, we've got
0: Batman number six Ooh. and killer be killed number
1: two. Hey, that's yeah. exciting! Yeah, that's exciting. I'm excited about that. Very uh, so that's going to be a good week. That's going to be a very good week. And I think it's the beginning of a new arc for Batman.
0: Yeah, it probably is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because we just, uh, um,
0: it says, I am Gotham epilogue. In the standalone tale, Batman seeks redemption as he tries to keep Gotham Girl from doing, uh, from going down a dangerous path. But can the Dark Knight save someone who doesn't want to be saved?
1: So a little segue between the arc we just finished up and uh, the next one, which I think is the Monster Men. Monster yeah, Men are yeah, coming. Yeah. 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 All cool. right so
0: pick up next week Batman number six and Killer Be Killed number two very excited about Killer Be Killed
1: yeah same. I want to see where that goes yeah. yeah last we left that one that was pretty wild so I'm I'm very very eager to get back into that so that's episode 37 we did it yeah we we fumbled our way through and here we are started from the bottom and now we're where, where am I again yeah here alright that's cool we, all t- right. we had a little vocabulary lesson we brought all heads into the picture um, got, it, people are going to have Philly slang down, Pat. Going to add that to the glossary that we're going to make. Water ice. Just say that out loud to yourself. Water. Water ice. No. <laughs> yeah. That's not a
0: thing. All right. Tell people where you can find on the
1: internet. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram under the same name Adam Teteris A D A M T E T E R U S. And that's how it is. Octavius, how about you? You can find me
0: on Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Um, with my motorcycle being broken down on the side of the road on my Ooh. Instagram
1: story. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Um, all <laughs> you under... can find me out here on the side of the road. It is. Yeah. All under
0: the same, John, at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. We love you. Do leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. It helps us become more known by other people. It allows other folks to find the show, share the show with people on Twitter, share the show with people on Facebook, text it to your friends. Even if you think that people who aren't in the comics, we try to make the show accessible to anybody who wants to get into That's it. That's right. Um, look, look out. Be on the lookout for the one shot on, um, what's the thing called again? What did we just say? Don't see? Breathe. Don't Breathe. Or if the, mo- if the movie I saw was called Breathe, apparently. Okay. All right. That should be coming up soon. <laughs> um, we're on SoundCloud. You can follow us on SoundCloud. Leave us comments on the SoundCloud page as well. Um, we're on Google Play. We're mm-hmm. on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Wherever where podcasts can be found. Coming to
1: YouTube soon. We're gonna so, be on YouTube soon. Shouts to Dante.
0: Shout, shout out to you, you. Dante. Keep it quiet, Dante. Okay. Dante's, All right, that's enough. You got okay. a lot to say All right. no, in this episode. No, keep it keep it quiet. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it. We love you guys. Thank you guys for continuing to listen. Thank
1: you guys for continuing to share. Thank you guys for continuing to show up every week. Go listen to Riri right now. <laughs> Tell me that song's not done by a seal. Okay. Come back to uh, me and let's talk about this yeah. next week. All right. <laughs> Until next time, we love y'all. Peace. <laughs>